GoonQuest is a Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast containing both crude and sensitive humor, with occasional references to things like drugs. Content warnings can be found in the description. GoonQuest. Welcome back to Goon Quest. My name is Jimmy, and I'm your debatably whimsical dungeon master in this world of my own creation. Joining me today, as always, are my goons. Uh, before my goons introduce yourselves, um, I want to say we have a guest player today because our groups are split and we actually have an extra mic. Let's go. We can do that. Yo. Okay. Mm. So I just want to preface that as our groups are currently split right now, um, obviously, we, as you guys have listened, we, Veralden and Letney are both in Orn currently. The rest of the group is going to Malbaldrum. Got to see yeah. the dwarves. Uh, so joining us today is our good friend, Grace. Yes, my my, my lovely, lovely goon friend. Yes, her lovely <laughs> goon friend. Hello. You got a ghoul friend. A ghoul friend. Yeah. Uh, so we will go ahead and now, uh, right before we introduce ourselves, I want to say one more thing. Uh, I want to do a little test. Uh, if you guys oh, haven't shit. done... So- yeah, not for you guys. You don't have to do any tests, okay. please. Yeah, don't okay. worry about it. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, no, this is just a test for the audience. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast right now and you haven't done so, go rate it five stars. I want to see if this actually works. If I tell, if I just make like tell people directly, go rate it five stars. See if it works. I don't know if it will, but I'm hoping it so does. many one Literally, star ratings. It's just you like <laughs> don't 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 jinx it. <laughs> just scroll up, hit that five star, and if you're on if you're on Apple Podcast, uh, just be like, wow, this show's good. They're so good at editing their audio. Totally, yeah. Uh, definitely say that yeah. you could put a, you can even put like uh, quotation marks good at editing just smash that like button in yeah. the face dude. yeah, yeah. So according <laughs> to uh, podcast statistics a very small percentage of our listeners <laughs> actually rate the episode this is true it's, we, mm-hmm. it's free you can always change your mind later you yeah, <laughs> smash the bell <laughs> uh, just so you know if you don't rate five stars uh, Chokey fucking gets it so yeah, Chokey <laughs> We will yeah. put it down like a dog. Yeah, you say you thought Bookie was where yeah. it ended. That's where we start. Okay, <laughs> we're down a dark path. Only the you know why Bookie died because you didn't raise five stars. That's exactly why. Wonder um, fucking villain art. <laughs> this is where they become goons. <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to test that. We'll see if it works. I don't know. We'll see. Um, that's up to you guys. So do that. Also, we are on YouTube now. You can listen to the whole podcast on YouTube. I don't know what that means, but I just I got that to work, so it works now. It means oh. you can hit the subscribe button. Now you can smash that bell. <laughs> yeah. Be the bell bros. All right. I'll go ahead. Go ahead and introduce yourself, goons. Hello. I am goon number one. My name is Joey from Texas. I'm playing the level four wizard, Plato. And Plato's going to take this moment right now to just voice his disdain for gribber grabbers and the gribber grabber kind. And the whole race is just a joke. It's just... They're just... <laughs> Pure garbage, and that's how Plato feels. Any particular reason? Uh, they're they're dumb and they're bad and they're annoying. <laughs> that's there it is. It's all right there. I like the idea that no one that's listened to this podcast has ever actually heard any, actually seen, or we haven't talked about a gibber grabber other than just context of us saying you guys fought them at one point. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all you need to know. They suck. They're dumb and they're awful. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, very well warranted. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, hello, my name is Alec. I'm goon number two, and I'm from Nolans. Uh, and fun fact about Adris, 
uh, after he started being able to actually grow a beard, he hasn't shaven, and he's kind of afraid to do so because he doesn't really remember what his jawline looks like. He doesn't want to <laughs> shave and realize he's just got shit j- chin genetics. That's, <laughs> that's a real fear. That's fair. It's a genuine fear. Like yeah. he shaves and just the age is like fifteen years. He's like, oh, he's a baby. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the idea. I thought I thought you were gonna go into like he doesn't shave because he doesn't know if the hair will grow back. <laughs> <laughs> that will probably grow back, but it's just yeah. How long is it gonna take? Cool, uh, cool. I shaved last week. I had to stare in the mirror for like ten minutes. Like I do, Dude, I, I do have you. a face. <laughs> I saw you walk in, and I was like, "Oh my god, he shaved." <laughs> uh, well, my name is Samuel, aka Lil Goon. And I'm coming to you from the third floor bathroom, and I play Borovic, the black dog Smokestone, the morally gray dwarf. And the fun fact is not really fun this week, mm. but Borovic's favorite smell used to be campfires, and then his whole town burned down. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh buddy. Shit. Oh, that's... Mm. And now his favorite smell is moss, because it reminds him of the dark tunnels where he grew up. Oh, <laughs> Isn't that fun? <laughs> We're having fun. We're having fun, guys. <laughs> All right, thanks, Samuel. Hi, my name is Grace. I use she/they pronouns, uh, and I'm your guest goon today. Uh, I'm playing Cordelia, and fun fact about Cordelia is she has a pet frog named Beans. <laughs> I, I'm realizing I'm learning of this right now. Yeah. <laughs> Beans. I would fucking die for beans. <laughs> you haven't even made beans! <laughs> but I would. Yeah. And beans will die if you don't bring the fucking episode. We're gonna squish him like a bean! <laughs> don't take away beans! This is the second fun fact that's been about having a pet frog, because Chris brought, or Chris slash James brought one up as Veraldin, that he had one named Hops. <laughs> so we've got Hops and beans now. Bean Hops. <laughs> Fun fact about Adris, he actually has a pet frog Punch. named Punch. <laughs> named Punch? Yeah. Yeah, it's named after Fruit Punch. <laughs> Hot Bean Punch. It's a flavor of kombucha, haven't you heard? Oh. All right. Let's go ahead and dive into this then, because you guys are traveling to Mount Baldrum. And I thought we have two ways to go about this. One, I can describe the city for you guys. And I can also take the alternate approach as a dungeon master. And then completely ignore all of my players and utilize the person guest playing for us. <laughs> because that just sounds like the appropriate thing to do. Oh, no. Ignore all of my normal players. You're in the spotlight now. Ah, no. <laughs> Look at me. You are spotlight now. <laughs> all right. So just kind of a, a preamble for you, Grace. Cordelia. I'm going to write that down because I probably should have. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot easier to do when it's like when I see it right in front of my face. Whimsical dungeon master for you. Yeah. Whimsical forgetting shit. <laughs> About a week ago, and this is a week ago canonically to you guys, so you guys are basically just on the road, fucking off on your mm-hmm. way. You're walking through, you're basically walking through the fields. You're on your horses, and you have your you have your giant goat, and you guys are just riding towards Malbaldrum. Meanwhile, uh, Cordelia, uh, you're asleep in your bedroom. Honk shoe. Yeah, you're honk shooing in your bedroom. <laughs> you, <laughs> there's a little bubble going. <laughs> Just a gentle knock at your door. Are you up? No. All right, I'll come back. Li- I'll come back later. <laughs> uh, two hours pass, and so <laughs> two hours pass. Uh, whether you're awake is up to you. Uh, there's another knock at your door, or you hear 
your father, Davis, once again. Hey, I just wanted to check. Are you up this time? Um, you are. You are now uh, an hour and a half late for work. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, okay, I'm getting up. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you quickly get up and get ready. <laughs> yeah. Davis waits, and then eventually you open your door, and he's like, "Well, I've made you a, uh, I've made you ham. I've made you pork. So, so, bunch. Of, honestly, I made you a, a smorgasbord of pork. I've set it all out for you." On uh, the table downstairs. You are late, so I kind of put in a little to-go baggie for you. It's, grease has gone straight through all of it. Um, it's spilt on the floor, but um, I did pick it up, put it back in the bag. I know you like a little bit of gravel and everything. Just add a little crunch. Oh, thanks, Dad. Don't mention it. Hey, I've got a uh, thing at the church going on later, and uh, I know you're pretty heavy at work, but it might keep me open uh, pretty late tonight, but I should be home uh, okay. then. Uh, but have a good day. I hope you find someone that... Uh, some nice people. Absolutely. Have a good day. And I just want to forewarn you one more time. Listen, if they're from the outside and they bring anything up about that dragon, don't fucking <laughs> deal with it. Thing's a nightmare. <laughs> Got it. Will do. His name's Calyrex. I swear I swear to it I saw him. You know that. Yeah. Okay. Alright, have a good day. I'll see you tonight. Alright, I included a little bump in your bag for you for a little pick-me-up. Aw, thank you. <laughs> And we will jump. <laughs> Alec is menacingly looking at me right now. A bump of what, Jimmy? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> that was one week ago. Hmm. It's been a week. Davis has not come back. Cordelia, you head to work. You've been heading to work for the past few days. You knew he was going to be late, but it's been a couple days since then. It's been a week now. Um, you work at the you know you work at the front of the town, uh, helping service, getting new people into the town, uh, working basically like a front guard sort of job, but also like a like a person that shows people around keeping it simple it's been a little hard for you since uh davis has come back as he's gotten really into the religion of uh your religion specifically and kind of just like because of the nature of him being a higher up authority member of his job as a businessman for the company of pick and pan when he came back he was basically like shot up throughout the through the church as they were like oh my god he's the best you're a little jealous of your own dad by that manner he does his best to help take care of you still as your guys' mom's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. But Davis hasn't returned yet, and you haven't had your home-cooked meal since then. You yeah. had to make food on your own. Yeah. Uh, we jump now away from you. As you go, just start working. We'll say that. We will now jump back to the party. And boy, have I prepared a description of Malbaldrum for you guys. <clears throat> I spent way too much time writing this and not enough time planning anything else in our campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. The Malbaldrum Mountains are a sight to be seen from across the land of Enthria. Praised as the tallest mountains of the continent, many who wander the lands of Enthria see this central phenomena as a focal point of the lands. It is commonly believed amongst most cultures the mountains here, uh, the mountains are here to be the birthplace of the first of dwarves, where the soul forger first put hammer and pick in the hand of the dwarves of old. The population of the area is predominantly mountain and hill dwarves. The exterior of the mountain a dark hardstone littered uh, with hematite mineral filigree with which creates an effervescent black glimmer when the first light casts upon the mountain, marking the start of the workday for those who live outside of the mountain. So it begins to glitter as the sun rises. The lands surrounding the mountain are predominantly rolling plains, which are used by hilldorves as work, uh, worked fields for grains. The great city of Malbaldrum, however, is beyond the wall of ancestors. A great tunnel. And we'll, we will follow this as you guys are walking through. You've walked through these fields... You're taking in the sense and sights of Hildor. Borovic, you feel 
in this weird way at home, as this is like the mecca for all dwarves. And you just feel your heart, in your heart, just like this pulsating of like, wow, you haven't had this feeling before. Beyond the wall of the ancestors, there's a great tunnel large enough to easily welcome even the most towering of giants. The tunnel was named for the towering statues of dwarven lords that, while a spectacle of art, serve as weight bearers holding the entryway to those who tread the path into the The wall of the ancestors is lit by great braziers. These dwarven lords bear into their hands, not supporting the structure. The howl of the winds hum a tune of unrest in these caves, for they share the story of the lords of the deep. Malbaldrum's gates are held open in the first of sun, welcoming those who wish uh, to marvel at the city and see the roots of their past. The entry of the city, as you guys have come upon these gates, it is basically these large stone doors, like you're going into an amusement park, basically. There's small little ticketing areas where you can go up and there are people that seem to be inspecting outside material, looking through bags and stuff like that, just kind of like processing going through people's stuff. Basically a bunch of customs officers. Uh, as you guys walk up here, uh, you guys see basically a, a large chart up above that kind of defines like what the cost is to come into the city. If you are a citizen, if you are a dwarf, if you are a dwarven citizen. If you are a dwarven citizen, it is free. If you are anybody else, it costs money. Looks at my zero gold. You guys walk up to one of these hills. And you're see, you walk through all these dwarven lords. Orvik, you are in a marvel right now. Uh, you see, you immediately walk up to a customs officer, and they kind of look you guys over, points at you, Borvik. Heritage documentation? <clears throat> I lean over. Let, let me do the talking. All right. I am missing my toe. Thank <laughs> you. Little look like, mm? Mm? And, and, I'm a dwarf. Hmm? I can't get, right? <laughs> Plato walks, he, Plato's also, he's a tiefling now, so he's just completely, he's got his hood up. He's just like, he does not want anybody to see him at all. So this large, strange, hooded figure, like, walks up behind him, like, it's true. I, I can, no toe. Yeah. Definitely a dwarf. I mean, you could take a look right there. I mean, clearly a dwarf, and he's got shoes on, but I mean, no toe there. All right, bring in the inspections agent. Cordelia, you get a call from behind. There's a person that walks up to you and is like, there's someone out there swearing, swearing that they don't have a toe. Do you think they're... You're on it. All right, okay. Here we go. Uh, Cordelia, you're able to walk over there, and you see uh, you see this hodgepodge of... Describe how the three of you look to her, please. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, well, Plato's kind of a large person. He's um, He is 6'3 feet tall. Um, he seems well built. He's right now just completely hiding every. He's completely hidden in a, a giant cloak. Mm-hmm. Um, you might get the strange suspicion that maybe there's some kind of like tail like bulge in the back of his cloak, and maybe some kind of weird horn situation on his head. But I mean, Cordelia, roll say? a perception check. Okay, which. <laughs> it's a d20 yeah d20 okay yeah she has played uh, grace I, has played dd like once <laughs> yeah i was in one campaign that died <laughs> so uh rip right on uh six so cordelia you rolled a six mm-hmm. and because of your wisdom modifier that little plus two mm-hmm. you have an eight now cool you notice nothing out of the ordinary <laughs> from this man in a big cloak just another guy just, just another <laughs> dude 
But looking at the rest of them, quickly describe yourselves for her. So with her eight right. perception, with an eight perception score, describe yourself. Gotcha. So six three, large, muscular uh, human with uh, longish black hair and like sort of a thick black beard. Uh, he's got a sort of white winter cloak with like a sort of poppy collar, uh, and he's wearing white hand wraps. And he's standing fairly tall, you know, fairly content. Uh, and he's got a dark red sleeveless tunic, baggy black pants, and black flat-soled shoes. Okay. And that's that's Andrews. Just a big muscle dude is how I'm, I'm going to interpret your eight, and eight yes, perception. Yes, big, big muscly dude. <laughs> All right. Cool. And there's an actual dwarf with them, too. Okay. But this dwarf claimed he did not have a toe, a oh certain boy. toe. So, as you know, your job is to inspect these people, look through their stuff, get uh, check them for any paraphernalia before they come into the town, and then you obviously have to do your job of keeping an eye on them. Mm-hmm. Got to gotta collect your bread. Yeah. Um, so, you can go about doing that however you would like to. Okay. Line up, I guess. Uh, you guys look relatively fine. Yes. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> they immediately We're give you boys. suspicion by they say they look real <laughs> Um I'm gonna need to see the dwarf though. Hi. He's right there. Hi. Um I am a dwarf. I I see that. Uh you claim to not have one of your toes, correct? Yes. I take off my shoe and wiggle my nub. <laughs> see? Noto. Great. Perfect. Okay. Goes to like. Do you need to touch it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Good. Good. Because oh. that, that'd be weird. <laughs> you see, one of the officers kind of walks up, and like gives you the eye. All right, sir. If you'll come with us. Can are my friends coming? Are they affiliated with you? Absolutely. They're my on on to rage. All right, come on. You're doing the paperwork. Oh boy, okay. Alright, come with us. Uh, if you'll put these on and hand you some handcuffs. What? What? Things have gone You're wrong. Turning yourselves in, correct? Um, so what? You're missing Toe. You're that- part of Onyx Thorn, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he like looks squints down at your foot. Yes? Perhaps are you? Do you know this? He's a tiefling. What the <laughs> hell, man? What the <laughs> kill him? <laughs> uh, you see, the guard looks looks back at you. I thought you said they were part of. You said they're involved, right? I mean, yeah. He has no toe. What do you think? <laughs> Listen, around here, people who are missing almost looks natural, too, which means he's had it his whole life. Mm-hmm. If you're missing your toe, it means you're probably part of the organization, Onyx Thorn. Isn't that like a heritage thing? Yes. Yeah, they ritualistically cut off the toes when they're young. Did you have y'all's... Got a question in there? Did you have y'all's cut off, or is it just always like that? I don't remember it being cut off, but I'm pretty sure it was cut off. Hmm. Well, let's go. <laughs> so you have Onyx Thorn here too, do you? Onyx Thorn's from here, yes. Well, take me to him. Let's go. We don't just take you to Onyx Thorn. Onyx Thorn is a 
literally a network, an under a black network society. So evil. You, you need me to find them. They sided with the giants during the giant wars. If I need to say any more, that's right. Disgusting. Roll a. I don't know if you actually think that's. I'm gonna have him roll like a insight check on this. He's like, he hates giants. Onyx thorns love giants. Who's your dad? Boris. Boris. <laughs> Boris Smokestone. You're speaking the Borovic, the black dog Smokestone of Onyx Thorn. And with like, a K. You see, he walks over to a board for a second, then he comes back and he's like, this Boris? And it's like literally wanted dead. Not even or alive, it's just wanted dead <laughs> Boris Smokestone. Uh, it does appear to be the, the, the same. Yes. The traitor who betrayed all of Malbaldrum during the giant wars? Mm. See, see, I want to say no, but that does look exactly like him. So perhaps, yes. And you know where he's at? Yes. Buried under a pile of burning rubble and with a K. He's going to make an insight check on you, but I know you're not lying either. <laughs> he rolled a nat 20, so <laughs> he fucking believes this because, like, he has no reason not to. I have never lied less in my life than I am right now. <laughs> the first time you're telling the truth. <laughs> also, we brought, like, the worst dwarf. <laughs> like, there's almost nobody worth to make this harder. <laughs> he kind of looks at Cordelia in shock, and he's like, he's telling the truth. Boris is dead? Yes. Also, perhaps your relevant, hand? we might have technically woken up the dragon that did it. What? I mean... It's complicated. We saved people. We saved some dwarfs. It was inadvertent. It wasn't intentional. Yes, it wasn't intentional. Wasn't your dad there when the dragon was woken up? Yeah, he kind of went missing because of it. So, um... Interesting. But he came back. I guess he's here now. Well, that's, he, does that's he know debatable. them? If they were there? Who's, Who's your dad? dad? Davis Rockcrusher? Oh, that guy. At the mines? Yeah, he was the inspector man, right? Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we know Davis. He's helped us. Yeah. We know Davis. I know Davis, the dwarf. Big D? Big Yes. Yeah, Big, yep. big D. Is that uh, another, a better association? Cordelia, it appears, uh, I guess your family might know him. I guess if your dad could vouch for him. I suppose so. I mean, kind of like leans over. Like, huh? thing is, I don't know where my dad is. He's been missing for like a week. Isn't he like involved in the big church stuff now? Yeah, but I've like, I've checked the church twice now and he's not there. Is he in the sanctum? I don't know. Okay, well. I guess that's, if your dad thinks someone's, well, we don't even know if your dad likes the guys. And he's supposedly son to Boris Smokestone. If it does help, I am adopted. From Boris Smokestone. By Boris Smokestone. So you don't know who your daddy is then? I don't quite like how you phrase that. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose you're not technically wrong. Well, if there's a chance that Boris might have cut his toe off then, there's always that. And you don't know anything about Onyx Thorn? I wouldn't say that. We... What does Onyx Thorn do here? Well, it's a shadow network that worked on the opposing side with the giants. Uh-huh. uh-huh. In the manner of 
destroying the establishment that is our kingdom. Mm, no, we didn't. No, I was not. We didn't do that. Mm-mm. Nope, not us. They also heisted, stole things, kept all the wealth they could. I think what's important is that I might not be directly related to Border Smokestone. So if we can just move on from that. Maybe we... He kind of gives you, the three of you, a, genu- a genuine look. A look over. Cardelia, maybe we uh, let it through and keep him on a tight leash. I like leashes. The black dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to pay double for entry fees, though. Mm. What's the entry fee going to be? Oh, it's a gold piece for individuals, not of dwarven kind. Oh, okay. Gold piece. Yeah. So two each. And uh, for your uh, horses and goat, too. We got you covered. Okay, thank you. All right. I don't know where all of my money went. <laughs> okay. You never took any, right? No, no, I don't think it did. <laughs> <laughs> they pay for you. All right, thank mark off much. up to... You guys going to mark off 12 gold from somewhere? Okay. I'll buy us tickets and then... Uh... Boris can buy the goats and horses. We need oh twelve total between yeah, 12, all okay between all it. of you and your horses and goats. Gotcha. Okay, they let you guys into Malbaldrum, and I made another description for you guys of the inner inner workings of this city. And we're in, oh. and you're in. <laughs> you started- Boris got a little bounce and stuff. Like I yeah, think this he, went quite well. Yeah. <laughs> as uh, as you're walking about Cordelia, they're like. A tight leash. If they do anything out of line, feed them to the giant spiders. Got it. Grim Webb can use another feeding at any point. That's true. Hey, if they know my dad, then maybe they know something. I don't know. <laughs> Walk into the city. We know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. Children grow with an imagination that only dwindles in time as they take on the challenges of the world. Well, when nurtured, it can thrive, but left un unabated and untested it can slowly fade into questionable existence only few sparks of life can ignite the youthful passion malbaldrum a cold subterranean haven for the stout often stubborn dwarven kind while their patience may seem limited in a conversation ever eternal is it with the carving of stone in this home below the grand entryway leaves a little sense of connection to the surface world once one passes this threshold a precipice overlooking the entirety of the obscure land, each stone just beyond the entrance cut with precision and purpose, delicately placed with the care to maximize efficiency of movement, but beauty of craftsmanship. A large grand staircase carved of marble that leads down to a grand chamber of the Undermountain. From the overlook, the overlook, the true beauty can barely be glimpsed without the use of dark vision, which two of you have. Unfortunately, Adris, you can't see much shit. Nope. Towering columns erected from the base of the mountain to the ceilings high above. Uh, basically, they protrude from, they're literally columns going from the top to the bottom. From these points, you can see pathways and stairs built into the exterior of these columns that give show to small homes and businesses that delve into the interior of these columns. Crossing the cavern in several positions are large standing bridges that cross over one another, creating a labyrinth, a labyrinth of thoroughfares to those without understanding of their destination. A lively sense can be felt amongst the air, distant vibrations of ringing horns, the sound of metal meeting metal or stone. Precipitation collecting in sections of the cave appear to be routed along several aqueduct systems to a basin of water at the base of the grand stairs. The air cold, 
the wind that whips through the great door and batters from behind acts to cool the system, though the understanding of how it remains lit is a marvel to itself. Trickling within the air are small granules of dust that give off the faintest glimmer of light. The wind that trickles in the system creates a restlessness of the dust, constantly keeping the light around the system. After all of these senses prior are taken in, uh, one can truly see Malbaldrum for what, what it is, not just a city under the mountain, the home of Dorvenkind. No castle stands up loft above the rest, the housing utilitarian, comfortable, but not excessive. Each house unique in a way, uh, be it different stone color, sheen, or mineral. Large constructs holding banners with unique sigils of different houses stand at the abatement uh, abatement of the caverns, each standing with large enough horns to be seen from the precipice above. The streets below glowing with the light of em- an ember of flames of torches and natural phosphorescent plant material. A natural order falls to the city, the traffic of people shepherded to location precisely determined. Whether intentional or not, individuals get to where they need to be. To a child, this place is a dream to remember and revisit, but to an adult who lost their torch, like the fires of the forges below, their imagination rekindled. I wrote that part and I was like, oh, let's go. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> this city is a megalopolis of the dwarven kind. There are other races here, and even to an extent, you will see elves and like dark elves and Elves in my world work a little different than like the traditional style as they based on the environment they live in is what determines how their um, their skin takes hold and like their abilities and stuff. So similar to, like the Eldrin of the world, like where the seasons affect it, how it works is like if they're in a cave system, they match the environment to blend in better. So like they're darker skinned to blend in better. And so they take on like the drow abilities, which are more helpful in the uh, in the Underdark. Uh or like in the underdark system or like cave systems like this. Whereas like you have like a high elf is where they live in like very flat areas with exposure to the sun a lot. And then like wood elves live in like forests. But like you will see a lot of darker elves here. Other than that, you will also see obviously a bunch of dwarves. Notably no giants because there was recent or up till not too long ago a giant war that took place. Uh, in fact, in your lifetime, uh, Borovic, the giant wars went on. You were very young from what you uh you don't remember anything of it you just know it took place when you were young mm-hmm. uh as you guys enter in here you're just kind of shepherded looking over the ledge of all this and the cordelia it's just they're fucking just like Ooh, uh. <laughs> yeah that's typical i can't see she in here yeah you can see like out to 60 feet but those little lights that are floating in the air don't really help much yeah. for you it's i mean Borvik does his best to describe it <laughs> he says that exact thing over once again from memory go ahead Borvik. It's great. <laughs> it's huge. Thank there's you, pillars and there's dwarfs fucking everywhere. <laughs> I would imagine. You see it's... a dwarf just walks by. All right, man. Yeah. Dwarves <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> High five, you. They're not even hiding under the streets or nothing. They were just tripping all over them. They're just. <laughs> Adris... Get the fuck out of the way, <laughs> yeah. tall guy. Adris feels a little. Look at you with your height up there. Get the fuck out of here. Adris feels a little proud of this. That he's taller. Yeah, the people are like, ah, oh, you, you're you tall guy, get out of here. It's like I'm taller, big. I, <laughs> I, I just you're embarrassing us. Squat <laughs> down. <laughs> Why? I mean, I probably need to fit places, but hey, look, he's got a tall friend. Look at that guy over there, tall friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we're cool. We can keep going. <laughs> yeah, the tall friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just like, what on earth did I get myself into today? <laughs> Just another day working. The knower of tall people. Oh, so, no. <laughs> Cordelia, as you know, your job basically is just to make sure they don't cause a, a ruckus yeah. within the town. So, you kind of just, you you serve as a person that could be like a guide to them, to a glorified guide by any means. 
um, and kind of knowledge bearer of everything within the within uh, the city itself. Just to make sure they don't cause a ruckus is your main job, though. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they just you guys sit there looking like a bunch of idiots. So where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? What's our prerogative here? Okay. <laughs> Not your fucking vision. <laughs> no, just just double checking with the group. Cornelia, where are we going? <laughs> Cornelia, the Star Fox ship. <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm just here to follow you guys around. Where do you need to go? What do you What are you doing here? Oh, take us to your leader. Oh yeah. All right. Well, basically, yes, we need to. Uh, We're trying with, uh, to raise an army. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. We need to speak with a. Who's in charge of the army? Yeah. Where's your yes. local representative that we can talk to? <laughs> okay. So they immediately walk in and uh, start asking for your part. Uh, your your leaders. Very sus. <laughs> <laughs> it's. We can explain when we get there, but just for convenience's sake, we don't have to explain it twice. To save the world. You you guys do realize that you are sounding more and more suspicious by the second. The long and short of it is that there's a cult of the Doomwing that's headed up this way, and we're trying to warn uh, Balbodrum and two of our friends head to Orn to warn them about, so that we can hopefully uh, stop them before they kill more people. That was quite precise. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, Pretty shit. much okay. sums it up. Um... I personally don't have a lot of connections with the higher-ups, but my dad does. Um, Davis. Yes. And Davis is... Where? That's a good question. Um, The thing is, he's been really involved with the church recently. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's been going to a bunch of their ceremonies, and last week he left to go to one of the ceremonies said, I'll be home tonight, and then he never came back. Where is this ceremony? It's over at the church of the night of the night vizier. Um and all I really know is the last place he was seen was in the inner sanctum of the church, mm-hmm. which only the higher ups of the church are allowed to go to. Do you know anyone else who was there? I'm not allowed in, so yeah, I'm sure very good. It sounds like a heist. <laughs> yeah! I, I've done it! <laughs> yes! Yes! Borvik's visibly shaking. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I'm still babysitting you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're legit good guys or, well, let's just say we are legit, mm-hmm. and let's just keep going. Sounds, sounds about fair. Okay, okay. Um, we are legit trying to help. At the very least, going to the church to ask around at the bare minimum. Yeah, y'all go ask around at the church. All right. Um, well, are you going to come with us? Mm-hmm. I'm going to sort of like <laughs> gently put like a hand on his back to <laughs> guide him with us. Borvik does not move. So are you, are you, no, 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 let's go to the church. We'll find the church. Where's the church? Let's go to the church. All right, I'll, we'll follow you. Okay, um, whatever. I'll take you to the church since you know my dad. Um, but just in case, I guess I'll do just like an extra search on you. All right. Uh, 
what do I have on me? Yeah. Do you, do you want to just go through their shit? <laughs> yeah. The look on Joey's face. <laughs> also, also, quick question. The weird panic. Quick question. The bag of holding stuff. Yeah. Um, am I just carrying that? Or? You, have it, you have your horses and goat with you. Okay, okay all right. Good. Yeah. No, you did not stable them. You have all your shit. Okay, all right. All the shit. Uh, do, we, do we just... <laughs> And you are character sheets, or do we just list it all we'll, out? We'll just kind of go through. I'll just kind of list off some stuff just to gotcha. make it a little easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Borvik, uh, you start to do a search uh, through his stuff. While she's looking at Borvik. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I lost my backpack. It's just invisible. It's just invisible. I'm just going to make my backpack Actually, invisible. Actually, don't know if you can cast a visibility on object, can you? I don't think you can. Um, okay, well. And also, you can <laughs> the the noise that you're, point? Okay. We wouldn't know that you're casting a spell. Okay, fine. I'm going to kill somebody and place a backpack. <laughs> you're going to what? Okay. Do I need to take you out of the city right no, 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 now? Okay. Right here, right now? Uh, you're, uh, okay, you do your thing. I'm going to think. <laughs> you start looking at uh, Borvik's stuff. You find he's got this hammer. You could definitely tell this is a magical fucking hammer. It's a cool hammer. Hell yeah. uh, and he's got some other magical shit on him, like this sigil that looks your teleportation uh, oh, yeah. symbol. So if you throw it, you teleport there. Um, and you've got... Uh, you're just your normal clothes. You've got a bunch of what other shit? Give some random shit that you have on you. Random shit. A uh, piece of chalk. All right. That and I've been carrying for the last three months, <laughs> and I'm so excited to be able to use it. <laughs> just wait. Yeah, yeah. You, you. He's he's pretty clean. He's got nothing on him. Nothing that seems like terroristy. Yeah. In regards to uh, your your home. <laughs> They're not carrying, like, Molotov cocktails to throw at uh, dwarven buildings. That's, Fresh that's out. good. You go through Adris's stuff. You find this grappling hook, which looks like a claw. Um, yeah. Actually, Borvik, do you want that? Yes. All right. Okay, so you give the cloud claw to Borvik. Yes. And you find some, like, hand wraps and stuff. Uh, you go through the horses a little bit and find... It looks to be a lot of, like, traveling equipment and stuff like that. Anything controversial you think <clears throat> you would be in the bags or horses? Uh, in the bag or horses... Uh, there is a portable ram. There is a portable ram. <laughs> Two oil flasks. <laughs> Full on. Hold it with your arms, breaking a door to FBI open up. Uh, there's a, a grappling hook. <laughs> there's a 9 foot and 11 inch pole. It it oddly looks like they have been planning a heist, but it does look like they came up with the idea of breaking into one just now. Uh, and specifically on Andrus, he has a a membership card for the Order of the Holy Form, <laughs> a Simicon membership card, uh, and a giant snake tooth. Okay, so some questionable stuff. You're not alarmed too much. Yeah. You oh. don't know what the Order of Holy Form is at all. So, the, eh. Okay, so we're good to go. Um, We still need to search you. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, we don't have your spellbook anymore. She's being very, she she does appear to be very, like, just going through, just, like, looking at it herself. Not, like, pulling shit out or anything. Okay. She's not, like, pulling shit out and, like, being, like, dumping it out. She's just, like, going through trifling. Okay. Uh, so she walks up to your back. Okay. Uh, Cordelia, explain how you're searching. So, open up the bag, just kind of, like, shuffle through it a little bit. Sees, explain you? what you have in there. Yeah, I mean, I have, uh, just some stuff. I have a, a bedroll. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm realizing how many mystery bags are in your bag <laughs> oh, <good God. laughs> that are unopened that have never been or do you open all of them um, there are three um, wait I had ten I think there's only like two unopened ones 
Yes. Okay. Now, how many are not mystery bags but contain other things? Um, seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And is there anything else not in mystery bags that's just other stuff? I mean, some bells. Uh, there's a, a the, the horn of a goat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything? Anything else, Joey? Just some vials and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, Any liquids or powders in those vials and stuff? <laughs> Probably just water. <laughs> Are you sure about that? It's a long journey. You need water. She's not pulling it out and showing it to everyone. Yeah, she just vials. There's probably liquid in them. I mean, yeah, you start taking a look through all this stuff. Most likely just mm-hmm. water and oils and essential oils. You find a bunch of. You find several different unmarked uh, flasks with liquids just, in them. A couple. Yeah. One of them does. A couple of them do. Which ones are labeled? Of your poisons, which ones are labeled? Like most of them. <laughs> Uh, one, two, three, four, like five of them. Yeah, just read the names of those. She might not um, know what they are. Assassin's blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, serpent, serpent venom. <laughs> We're so fucked. <laughs> uh, midnight tears. That's not too bad. Um, and then essence Wait. of. Aether. Oh my god. Can I cast Minor Illusion to make it look like the, the labels are different? This is unfortunate because you have no idea. Oh, no, <laughs> he did this alone in a forest. No, please. Yeah, let's her search race. However, you do look through two of the mystery bags as well. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and roll uh, two per- a percentile dice, which is 2d10. Wait, does, do I see her opening my mystery bags? You do. That's a surprise! Hold on. <laughs> I don't even know what's in them. <laughs> Those are my, these are my mystery bags. I paid top dollar for a mystery. She opens one of them, we'll say, before you get that off. Okay. Uh, it's a 20 and a 1. So 21. Yeah. Okay. She opens one and finds a tiny gnome-crafted music box that plays a song that she dimly remembers from her childhood. Aww. What? Oh, that's badass. Don't open the other ones. I need to say this. <laughs> it's cute. Um. Yeah. Save I like the day with the music box. I, I bought these from uh And uh, then you see a fuck ton of BDE. Wait, what? No, those are on mute. Those are all all the, my seven vials are all in seven mystery bags. Unless she's opening the rest of the bags. Oh yeah, she was going through all those bags. Well, I thought I thought she only opened one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I was like, don't open the rest of them. They're Okay, then I'll mysteries. have to make it a chance that she opened one that is BDE. Okay. Alright. So how many Bags were there ten. Uh, yeah. All right. So we'll say one through seven is she opens BDE, okay. and the Roll rest is good. Four. It's BDE. No, no. So we'll say she opened two just to be because she okay. found the music box already. Yeah. You open a music box and then you open one more just to be like, all right, I gotta be safe about this. is fucking BDE in there. <laughs> nice. This guy's cool. Yeah. And then she says nothing and closes it. I just like wink at you, <laughs> just like knowingly. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> anyway. What's going on here? <laughs> all right. Um, so I, mean, I, I, didn't, I, didn't see, <clears throat> I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Are you Things good? about the assassins. <laughs> That's just the blood from an assassin I killed. <laughs> she says long words slow just like I do. <laughs> Fair enough. You. It is so hard to play Adris cool here when I'm internally <laughs> screaming. Yeah. He would have no reason to not yeah, no, cool. exactly because he's he's cool. But also, um, Joey. Oh, also have this ick stick. It makes food taste bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have that? Where did that come from? That was from? a magic item given to you by Janice. <laughs> Why? 
to you never know in. when you need to make food taste bad. That's exactly. you know, a great point. <sighs> you guys are weird, but you're cool. Um, that's our sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty good description. What they shoot for weird but cool. Yeah, <laughs> I have everything, any conceivable contraband you could possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing. <laughs> She is bad at her job. <laughs> Plato's starting to feel at home, too. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. I love this city. So, so we're going to the church. The church. Uh, yeah. So, what? Uh, church of what? Church of the Night Vizier. Do we know? Is that like a Mount Baldrum only? Would we know this church? Roll a religion check. Um, mm. There's a chance that you might know uh, Borovic. There's a chance that you might know. Is religion intelligence? Yes. It is? Then there's probably not a great chance. Yeah, and then also, also Plato, you might have an understanding of religion as well. Ooh. I don't know jack shit about shit. Religion Understandable. You're now a religious man. Ooh. I rolled a one. Uh, 17. Yeah, you uh, reach for book. Oh, wait. Can't reach for a book. Oh, shit, I just have to. I'm on my own. And then you sit and you sit there and like <laughs> focus really hard for a second, yeah. and you remember the page you were reading about, like the night before the night before uh, a bookie just got Thanos dusted. Thanos dusted, <laughs> and uh, you remember he actually has a page about the gods a little bit, and you were the night vizier being like a lunar deity, you study about knowledge and stuff like that. Very, uh, you have a very general understanding of it. But from what you remember having read from it, you know it's a lot about worship related to mysteries and the moon and just a general collection of knowledge. They're honestly a bunch of nerds. Okay. I probably pray to this god like every night then. I probably like <laughs> every time I practice magic, it's just like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's like the magic goddess and then there's like the night vizier because he's he's a morally like gray kind of deity because he's mm-hmm. all about the pursuit of knowledge no matter what. Oh, dude. This guy. This is my guy. <laughs> Like it doesn't. He doesn't really have like a oh, it's good or bad sort of uh-huh. thing. It's more along the lines of people take it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of on the line of you know, as long as it, we're learning and understanding from mm-hmm. it, it's okay. Okay, this is probably the god he is probably most familiar with. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Oh, sweet. This is cool. I'm, curr- I'm currently in the corner, like it's a sports team. <laughs> um, uh, this guy. So this guy is actually this god is a uh, pretty interesting. He's he's kind of just like a. He's really cool. He's um, what's he? What does he do? Well, he knows a lot of stuff. Just general knowledge, mysteries, you know, things. Just interesting stuff. So, right. like us. Yeah, this isn't like the demon lord or anything. All right, so, okay. So yeah. no, no, like true chaos or anything like. No, that. this should be pretty, pretty chill. All right, cool. You feel better about it. <laughs> so the church. Do the church. Do the church. Are okay. they a rich church? Yes. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. They pay Rich you guys. In knowledge. They pay you guys. Are like they're you guys are paid to basically be like scribes for the whole kingdom of Malbaldrum. Mm-hmm. So you guys document like most heritages and a lot of stuff related to uh, dwarven history. Large collections of that. You don't get to do that because you're very entry level. Yeah. And manner, it's just because you haven't been doing a lot of your like theological studies. Like, but all you have to do is like turn in a paper and you'll go up like three ranks. But you can't get up to write to it. You can't oh. even write it. Just lack listen, of inspiration. Listen, man, I'm just tired. Cordelia, <laughs> just tired. <laughs> I, we never asked either. Describe how Cordelia looks for everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Cordelia uh, has... You know? You got it. Right on. Oh. Right on. Um, Cordelia has uh, bright red hair. 
like like ginger. Um, oh, oh hello. Works. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. <laughs> Actually, here, use this one. Uh, sorry, we're handing a min- I'm handing a mini out <laughs> to her. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Cordelia has uh, bright ginger hair. As a dwarf, she does have full sideburns, and she does have a beard. Um, I added that after we talked. Ha <laughs> um. <laughs> Lady Dwarves, known for having the softest of beards, too. Dwarfic, very intrigued, obviously. <laughs> um, honestly, she has brown eyes. She's short, you know, as a dwarf is. Is yeah. she taller than Borovic? That's the real question. How mm. tall are you? Give, give, you say how tall you are so she has a frame of mind. Four foot, five inches. Uh, I'm going to say she's like four three. Okay, a little shorter. Yeah. Borovic, you're not the shortest person around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the guy that brought the tall people. <laughs> tall yeah, people. We're bringing the height to this city. Everything yeah. really is coming up, Borvik. <laughs> yeah. I think we raised the average height of Malbaldrum by like an inch just yeah. by being here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she wears a kind of like a shawl kind of cloak. She has a belt with all of her supplies in it that she might need. Note taking stuff. It's just a lot of quills. Yeah. Um, Here's a bird with her. Just. <laughs> I'm sorry, she carries a frog with her. <laughs> a frog named Beans. Yeah, Beans shoots out his tongue and there's a quill. <laughs> you guys also meet Beans. <laughs> oh yeah, this is Beans. Hello there, Beans. Yeah. I would die for Beans. <laughs> uh, beans hops at you. <laughs> Just put Beans up on my shoulder. <laughs> Same way I did crud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have we have to have a, a silly little guy every yeah, time. A silly yeah, little guy yeah. on Borvik's shoulder. Yes, <laughs> to the church. All right, yeah, to the church. To the church. Yeah, you guys head down into the city of Malbaldrum, and as you begin to do so, you're seeing it's crowded. It's very efficient. It's like walking through. It's like that picture of the 14 lane highway in China. <laughs> oh boy that's what i gotta work with here okay. <laughs> but it works efficiently let me do like a there's no traffic search. whatsoever nice i'm gonna keep like a close like hold on my stuff just in case there's like pickpockets absolutely yeah i'm just gonna make constant eff- a conscious effort to like make sure no one robs me yeah roll active like perception check okay um 14 14 yes okay yeah you Definitely feel people bumping into you, mm-hmm. and there's a couple times where people make swipes, but they move away like fast enough before you can even like pinpoint who it is. Okay, okay. But like you're able to protect your stuff. Okay, you. okay, good, good, good. Borvik, address. Are you even paying mind to any of that? Um, address probably doesn't have enough street knowledge to know that he should. Understandable. But his passive perception is a 14, so. Okay. Prepping my heist gear. I'm, like, loosening up the rope of Cloud Caw. I've got my crowbar, like, tucked into my pocket. Just making sure everything's all set. Okay. Uh, your money pouch was stolen, address. <laughs> oh, but no. you don't my... even notice. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I lost one of my pouches. Must have fallen. Must have <laughs> <Yeah>. the wind. <laughs> that thief's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the pucks are being broke. You can't be robbed. <laughs> he actually comes and just puts it back. Like, yeah. Man. <laughs> This guy needs it more than I do. <laughs> he gives you a copper piece. Yeah. In your <laughs> you acquire one copper. <laughs> Wouldn't they get this? All right, then. <laughs> Proceeds to give it to somebody. <laughs> Probably, honestly. <laughs> you see a person that's like, oh, man, I don't have any money. Uh, I have this copper piece. Oh, It's thanks. not a lot, but... He runs off with it. I stole from someone. <laughs> Guards run and tackle him in the street. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys walk, uh, walk down through the... Uh, through the city, you eventually get to a 
I guess the area where the church is kind of secluded. So, Bolivik, how are you? How are you feeling? Oh, being here, pretty fucking good, brother. Nice. Let me tell you what, it's a fucking dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you. <sighs> gonna steal soul. You're gonna what? Hmm. Wait, wait, what were we? What were we saying? I'm just saying we're gonna feel so much glory of this glorious city. Uh huh. Yeah. So tell me about this church. Is it a lot of priests, mostly guards? What are we talking? Um, there's a pretty wide array. It's here's the thing. I am pretty low in the ranks of the church. Mm. I could be higher, but I'm, I'm tired. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, she has two jobs. <laughs> oh shit. Also, uh, Plato, you're just a little itchy. Oh man. I mean, ever since you didn't have Bookie there to be like, what's going on and distract you? Oh, wait. Do we all know that you can just make a new book into Bookie? Um, I guess I know. Have you told us? I don't think Plato would tell you all things. Okay, cool. So yeah. we're, just, um, we're passing bookstores left and right. <laughs> it's like, keep moving. It's keep like moving. Sale, only yeah. one gold. Yeah. <laughs> a quick question. Um, how do you do magic now, same Plato? Way, the same way I always do. You just can't through your, change spells at all. Through your book... You just think thoughts and then the magic happens, well, like me? The the book helps me do very specific things, uh, but... Um, wasn't Bookie like an artifact of Tannis or something? Or not Tannis, the wizard man. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, Mesistopheles. Um, yeah, that guy. Sounds about right. Yeah, Tannis. Tannisopheles. Uh, yeah. Mendes. Yeah, Mendes. <laughs> oh, Mendes. Uh, <laughs> Tannis and Mendes are so familiar. so similar, you know? You think what the Tannis, you think? Mendes, you know. I mean, you've never seen them in the same room at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> That's, a great point. That's a fat point, actually. But no, I can make more bookies, actually. Oh, you You can? Yeah, think of it like, you know, think of like a, like a, a radio player, right? What? Your radio just picks up the frequency <laughs> of the station. If you destroy the radio, it doesn't do anything to the frequency. You just got to get a new radio and tune in. Have you for, been tripping on BD or something? That's Borvik's what? Not. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Borvik's not. Even if you had said something completely normal, he would just be over his. Yeah, like, yeah, I was actually uh-huh, just explaining uh-huh. like how magic works, but it's just like too complicated. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I'll I will take your word for it that you can do it. Yes. Do you have any books? <laughs> all looked at their character <laughs> sheets. I mean, I had a prayer wheel a while ago, but it got stolen by Gibber Grabbers. Oh. I've got chalk. Can you use chalk? Um, no. Oh. Is there any place we can get a book around here? All yeah. the bookshops have closed. <laughs> Done. Well, Except there's one open that's selling them for 50 gold. I mean, there's <gasps> probably books at the church, you know? Is it a crowded street still? Yeah. I mean, oh. If- Hold on. Oh, yeah. I'll catch up with you guys. I'm going to go to this bookstore. No, we, bookie. I mean, we probably shouldn't be left alone. It is very quiet. Crowd. We're going to get lost. He uh, steps away for one second and he's gone. Okay, let's go to that bookstore so we don't lose him. Oh, boy. Yeah, you switch over 13 lanes and then get in the other <laughs> lane. Turn around. <laughs> oh, boy. Take the exit. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're those assholes. <laughs> you're just standing walking the wrong way, wrong flow of uh, walking traffic. You have to signal if you're going to change lanes. I don't need to change names. You're trying to get in my oh, lane. God, just, just, just move. Just Dumb tall people. Just Look, go to the tall people lane. I just, over there. I just step over someone. It's all right. It's all right. They're with me. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Meanwhile, Hard Cordelia to... is just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. They're foreigners. They're not from here. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on them. 
hard cut to Borvik writing his How can we lose him? He's standing like two feet above everyone else. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I walk. How did we lose the tall man? <laughs> like three dwarfs high. Where is he? He's like crawling on the floor. Tall's taking it. Yeah. You yeah you walk into the bookstore you lower your head a little bit as the ceilings aren't that high. I hit my head the yeah, first time. You hit the horns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you hit your horns as uh, they trail in right very closely behind you guys. You guys walk in behind him. There are uh, this area is kind of strewn with different types of books. There's like tablets even. And I mean tablet like a stone tablet, not like mm-hmm. an electronic tablet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Good clarification for some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like tablets. You see books of, of all different varieties, leather bound. There's some that are like av- av- like advertising different types, like Gibber Grabber Skin Book. Oh, <laughs> it's really? very gooey and sticky. Why would Never anyone mind. want that? <laughs> <laughs> because it's really cheap. Uh. <clears throat> all right. Hey. Hey, what the hell's going on here? What do you mean, what the hell's going on here? Someone stole my book. What? One of your employees ran out, stole my book, and ran back in here. This is my shop. I, you're telling me I stole your book and ran back in here? Well, someone did. I don't have any I'm going to just start looking through like the books. You're like, where's my book at? Where the hell? <laughs> the person kind of looks around. Tall, tall man. Yes. Are you with him? Yes. What's he doing? He okay, said he well, lost his book. While he's distracted, I'm going to turn one of these books into bookie. <laughs> How long does that take? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say right now that Joey does not know. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually instantaneous. I have it written down right here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it There's takes, no visual it takes one cues. long rest. I think probably we can pull it. We can pull that. I up. will pull it up real quick. Okay. <laughs> you begin the process. <laughs> well, you, he's laying out incense. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, let me see. Turning it back into a no. Book. I actually just have to declare that I'm doing it. There's no like. It doesn't make any sound. Doesn't make any like. There's no visuals. It's just it's just very discreet. You have to take a one hour. You need one hour. <laughs> Keep okay. him talking. And it says you do a ritual. <laughs> Alright, what a... I could have just stolen a book. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this whole shit show. <laughs> what is he doing? I don't... Some wizard... Okay, well, he's distracted. I'll steal a book. <laughs> I'm gonna go over the play, though. Roll a sleight of hand real quick okay. and just... Um, sleight of hand, you say? Yeah. Okay, I don't. Oh, my book. I found my book. That's not your... There's a price tag on that. Put it down. Oh, well, where's my book at? I don't... Play... Play... No, but you don't... Are you okay? Yeah, I need my book. Bookie's gone. You lost. Are your... you looking after your people? Cordelia? You weren't here when you lost. Him. Cordelia is just standing there thinking. <laughs> so he's has no idea I'm what's lying. going on. I should really <laughs> think about taking that BDE right now. She's just like, "What do you mean? <laughs> one second, one second. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> Bookie was never here, you idiot. Oh yeah, okay, I'm walking out of the stupid bookstore. <laughs> I'm sorry about my friend. He's been acting strange recently for some reason. I think it's he might just be adjusting to. Mal Baldrum a bit, but... While they're talking, I'm going to steal a book. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, unintentionally distracting right, him by apologizing. Slide of hands. Seven. Plus. <laughs> zero. God damn. Plus zero to sleight of hand? Huh? Yeah, I have plus two to stealth, uh-huh. but zero to sleight of hand. Literally, these books have tags on them. I, You have it... You just put it under your shirt. <laughs> Four books fall. <laughs> <laughs> Cordelia's just standing there thinking, man, I should really think about taking that BDE right now. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, like, you have to watch after them. Come on. Listen, I'm trying. It's, I throw a book up in the air and scatter. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
a rather normal day with them. My apologies. Um, I would. I don't have any form of compensation for their troubles, but um, pick up all the books and put them. Yes, will do. And I do that. You see, they kick Borovic and Plato out of the store. <laughs> Cordelia, you're able to walk out and the and address. You are presented with a moment as the person's like, "All right, well, thank you for staying behind to pick up the books." And they turn around and go back to their work, and you are left cool. alone there with a book in hand. <laughs> Kind of book. Green leather, like bookie. You hear a voice in your head. Alec. (laughs) (laughs) Take take the book out. You hear a voice in your head, though. It's just a book. Is Cordelia seeing this? You were walked just outside with them because they're going to just go off and do other shit. Just to avoid them going off to do other shit. Ah. Cool. God. Mmm. Something was left behind the last time you willingly opened up to and gave away something, but there's something left with you. You just feel it there. This nope, nope, present. nope. I give you the book back. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Not, I, I gave you my, my my lightning stuff. I'm not giving you anything else. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to go tap him on the shoulder and be like, um, Pity. I think you forgot about this. Oh, well, yeah, no, yeah. I thought you were picking him up for me, but. No, yeah, I, I just somehow missed it, but wow. you have a good day. Oh, of course. All right. Uh, Alec, I'm going to give you a point of inspiration nice. for that. Yeah. Nope, nope. This... <clears throat> I've already messed up once. I can't afford to do it again. <laughs> of course. You walk outside. Sure you can. Cordelia, they're both outside, having both tried to steal books already. I think this is going quite well. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just, like, hopping over people trying to catch back up. <laughs> yeah, you guys are... Walking back through the streets, you have, you are feeling very on edge, Cordelia, about this whole affair. Now they've they came to your city, have so much paraphernalia, and have tried to st- st- steal something in the first like twenty minutes of you guys being there. To the church. All right, let's go to the church, guys. I think those books have like adhesive on them or something. Like, I was trying to pick them up, and like one like stuck in my hand or something. Oh, the disgusting gripper grabber book. No, it was just like a random green book. Green. And it's a, a book? Yeah, and he gave it back to him. And it's a green book? There's plenty of green. It's a fairly, I feel like it's a fairly common color. Green is the uh, most rare color in all of nature. I actually think that's purple. <laughs> is there is there some sort of dealio going on with, with green? He has a book that's green that he lost and he wants to make another one. It's a talking book. Well, don't fucking steal a book! Well, I thought they had it. I was mistaken. It's, it's just... Let's keep walking. Yeah, let's keep walking. You can uh, maybe ask for at the church. They might do a donation or something. Oh, yeah. Know. They'll, they'll, they'll uh, spare yeah, it. If it's anything like the Windsor, then... Of course. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> well, let's preface. Yeah, no. uh, you guys eventually make it to the small little district area that is like where your church grounds are. You come up to a small little chapel building. This is where, like, you do a lot, Cordelia, you do a lot of your, like, general worship. It's, like, where you talk to, like, your spiritual advisor who would generally talk about, like, your path on following the night vizier. And, oh, my God, are they just, they're very preachy about it. And you just want to follow the night vizier your own way. Mm -hmm. But the church is very organized about it. And the only reason your father's in too deep on it is because he went 100%. And you just, you can't feel fully committed to it just because... You got tired. too much going on. Yeah, no. Too tired. Too tired. <laughs> too, tired. <laughs> too sleepy. Who? I'm. I'm just a little eepy. A little eepy and eepy's a sleepy. Good night, Mister the Missile. <laughs> you 
uh, as you guys make it there, you see just past the little temple, you have like a little like forested, and I say forested very loosely, I mean in the most dwarven, there's like growing mushrooms, giant mushroom caps, and little pond area where it's got like this luminescent water, and a big thing about your guys' church grounds is they use a lot of like reflection-based uh, technology, and I say technology in the most generalistic way, because it's like mirrors that capture like outside moonlight that will cast down into into the complex and like light up certain features when it's specifically like nighttime or even different when it's like a full moon. Um, a small preface, you will need to know your phases of the moon for this session. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I know. Adris knows. Waxing automatist. <laughs> Adris knows um, it's uh, there and it's not and it's kind of there. Um, oh, I'm, uh, Plato's gonna wait. Like, actually, like we ourselves need to know. Ah, uh, you don't. <laughs> I'm okay. just I mean, I because I do. Borovic might not, but yeah, I know. Samuel, Adris you have doesn't to know his own. Not know them, even though you know them. Adris uh, doesn't know his own star sign. I just realized. I was waiting for that to come up as a fun fact. <laughs> yeah, he's always associated as a Pisces, but he just doesn't know if that's when he was born. <laughs> <laughs> this world has star signs. Yes, absolutely. Okay. There's aliens too. That's my fun. There's fact. an alien creature type, so there's definitely dead. stars. That just makes sense. Okay. As you kind of look out, you could then see the lunar sanctum. Um often referred to as the inner sanctum. It's just the like where the higher up members gather. There isn't a large presence of individuals there, but there are like active guards that are there during the day, but it's kind of like the at night they close down, go inside, stuff like that. It's kind of like the cool kids club. Like if you go to the teen center or the preteen center, it's the teen center. Um, <laughs> I used to go to stuff like that when I was young in real life. So, so maybe someone will relate. <laughs> so yeah, it's like the teen center. It's always so cool, but you don't get to go because you're too young. You're too low members. So you don't get to go. Mm-hmm. And this place is built like a fucking brick house. Talking like multi-pane window glass, uh, glass windows. Uh, the complex itself is made com- entirely out of stone and very thick glass. Um, a lot of like fresco depictions, stained glass of like different phases of the moon um, going around the exterior of it. Uh, it looks like a large octagonal building that has two large side buildings attached to it that are just like looks like small hallways into bigger buildings. There are four main windows that you can see. They're at each corner uh, at the four sides of this octagonal building, and then there's just, like, a front door. There doesn't appear to be any other entryways than the front door or the windows. There is upper-level windows as well, so there is a second floor to this place, but it is all built into the mountain. So you can only see the... You can only see, basically, around it, and then it builds up into the mountain, so you can see four windows, and then the two windows directly above the front door as well, so there's a total of six windows. Just clarifying that now, and... Because I know, I know Borovic needs to know this information. That is all you guys have to go off of, though. You know nothing about this place. You have no layout, no map, nothing. All right. So let's just go in and start asking around, right? Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. yeah. It's a little more complicated than that. How so? So because I am not of the higher rankings, mm-hmm. I am not allowed into the Sanctum. But that is the last place where my father was seen well, what are the people who are allowed in the sanctum they're very secretive which is unusual weird well, we're pretty good at finding secrets i'd say 
you know that uh cordelia you know that there are you know of a couple members or individuals that are of ranks higher than you that aren't members of the lunar sanctum yet Mm -hmm. you do know of a couple of them but they're not necessarily on the best terms with you as they often give you a rough time for being a someone that likes to sleep and not do their uh, work mainly because you work two jobs I'm just so eepy. A couple of the other dwarves walk by and they're like, oh, look, it's Cardelia. She hasn't even done her paper yet. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. It, they say it just loud enough for, like, <laughs> you guys hear it. But, like, you, you're just, you've tone deaf to this now. You've heard it so many times. Yeah. I don't fucking care. <laughs> so, just. So, you know anyone who has access to the Sanctum? I know some higher-ups. But I'm not really on the best terms with them. Or not on terms with them, so it should just be an even playing field. Well, (laughs) seeing as you tried to fucking steal... They don't know that. And I didn't try to steal, they tried to steal. Technically, he's the only one who didn't try. Exactly. Whatever, okay. I am a member of an order myself, so... Yeah, I saw a membership card. What is that? Uh, the Order of the Holy Form. You know, this place is dedicated to knowledge and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like that instead of knowledge, uh, to put it bluntly, it's gains. <laughs> gains, you say? You know, sculpting the physical body into the ideal, as the name says, holy form, to achieve enlightenment. All right, well, that's something. So, um... <laughs> just downplays whole No shit about the gains. <laughs> it's, I, you could, it's a bit more than something. Oh, it's <clears throat> raised me and everything. You know, it's pretty, pretty important. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I also come from something of an organization myself. <laughs> okay, we're not going to talk about that one. Um. Okay. They would, uh, they would, they Plato's, the, Plato's the only party member who's not part of an organization. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me they Nerd. wouldn't? Onyx Thorn wouldn't have any clout in this church. <laughs> <laughs> some clout but um not the clout that i think you are going for well maybe we could just talk to them i'm sure they're open to they have open ears i'm sure okay yeah. so here's what we're gonna do we're <laughs> <Damn>. gonna <laughs> yes ma'am <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna take address to the higher ups and hope that the church wants to make some connections with other holy orders at the very least i don't know maybe they want to like study me or something yeah He's a bit of a specimen. What's the name of the higher-up that you're going to see? Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A good, good, strong, dwarven name. Steven. It's an important part of having a guest player is get them to come up with names of NPCs. Intentionally don't write any NPC names <laughs> for that. All right, so Steven. Steven. <laughs> Stephen Elfington, Stephen yeah, Elfington, you know the dwarf. The dwarf. The dwarf. <laughs> human Elfing, human Elfington, Gnomeson, the dwarf. Is Steve Elfington the dwarf? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes because it's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you know Steve Elfington. He's a he's a higher up in the he's a higher up in the church. And it took him he's a like, long time. <laughs> 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 it's been so a very long time to get up in the church. <laughs> Fuck, we're fucked already. Uh, it's taking them a long time to get it up. Maybe she gets Viagra. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Steve Elfington. You know that he hangs out at a couple different places, such as one, he hangs out at the church every once in a while, but he also hangs out around the one of your local taverns, which you know the name of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Why must you do this to me? <laughs> Say the line. What was Grace? the name of the local tavern? Um, fuck, you're putting me on the spot. What the fuck? Say uh, the name, Grace. <laughs> Should we have a countdown? <laughs> no. no we're not gonna <laughs> the goat scroat. Well, it's okay. You're not there yet. So when you walk up, she'll say the name of it. Of course. <laughs> so he could be at this tavern, of which you know the name of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, very much so. <laughs> but you also know that uh, there is like a... He can't even get in himself, but he might know of how you could get in with a... Uh, if He might know someone that might be able to let you in. If you can get on good terms with him. I mean, not even getting in ourselves, just knowing someone who was there, asking where he went or where he was last seen, then, you know, because. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely not searching uh, Tavern Name Generator right now. (laughs) (laughs) Seven dead rabbits. Man, you had the perfect option to just include, like, Olive Garden. Yeah. yeah, you're so right. Fuck it, Dave and Buster's. Damn it, Dave and Buster's. <laughs> okay, there. Cowlock shows up. A dragon is attacking Dave and Buster's. Yeah. He's you... taking all the tokens. <laughs> you guys, uh, yeah, you take them. You take them to where you think he might be, Steve uh-huh. Elfington. Uh, yeah, you take them to Dave and Buster's. Uh, yeah, you guys get you guys get to Dave and Buster's. There's a bunch of crazy lights here. Like, I'm talking magical lights. This like, bing, 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 bing. There's, like, mm. random sounds. Magic all over the place here. You see there's you see there's a bunch of, like, whimsical games, like Bash the Gibber Grabber. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can you punch harder than a giant? I'm like, going to go to that one. Which one? Can you punch harder than a giant? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you said that, like, not even half, like, like point two seconds I after you said that. saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to prove I can. <laughs> you heard, are you stronger, and didn't need to know yeah. anything else. You, you, take him to, you take him to Dave and Buster's, and you're like, oh, I just need to find Steve Elvington. Address is gone. Did any Fuck. of you else you wander off? There is an air hockey table. I don't know how it works, but it's there. Wait, where were we going, or is she just taking him? Oh, Oh, shit, that's a good question. point. Yeah, I'll probably start walking off, and him. then yeah, you guys you'll are... probably like, corral me back. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are standing outside Dave and Buster's. So the heist, eh? <laughs> can we go back to the church and start poking around for alternative interests? Absolutely, you can. Sweet, that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, let's... <laughs> I'm talking like chimneys, sewer grates, anything I can see. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, you you see he immediately... Wa- Address immediately wanders off Cordelia, oh, and boy. you see he makes it to the can you punch harder than a giant... I want to know. He doesn't have any tokens, though. Ah, I don't come back to you. And I'll go back to Cordelia. Cornelius. Cornelius. How uh, many different ways can we say my name wrong? Well, uh, Veraldin's not here, so we'll never we know. we got to make up for it. Yeah, yeah, we have to make up for Veraldin not being here getting names wrong. <laughs> you start looking around. You look at the central area where they have, like, a bunch of, like, dwarven-like goat goat wrestling games on mm-hmm. like and by on i mean like it's like little illusions of uh people like highlighting it it's like a highlight reel Hell yeah. of people that are ra- uh wrestling their goats you see there is also like a the family name comp family name wrestling as well where it's like in dwarven culture uh family names are determined based on who wins amongst the uh amongst both of the parents in from each of the families so like one of the parents on each side 
choose has a wrestle and whoever wins that's the family that takes that's their their kids take that family name nice and so um that's how Rock Crusher's been a long-term name. Your your uh your mother fought for that name a long time ago. Hell yeah, she did. Um and so they've got that on. And you're sitting at you see uh you see Stephen Elfington. Um he, the only reason his last name's Elfington is uh he was adopted and his elven parents with the last name Elfington <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> actually fought in these games and won that won that name and that and he has been bullied his whole life with elvington as his last name but he just rather than like learning to move on with it he just got angry oh buddy and you see steven he's sitting there he's got like three ales in front of him he's he's knees deep in it and he walks up and he's like oh cordelia what's up um hello my name is address fuck are you (laughs) my name is address oh you said your name yes (laughs) Uh, I'm a monk from the Order of the Holy Form. I am Stephen. Hello, Stephen. All right, so address. This guy's one of the higher ups in the church. Um, the higher up, of course. I'm next in. Mm-hmm. I'm being the order. Inner sanctum. Uh-huh. I'm sure. I'm sure you are. Speaking um, of, hey, at least I did my paper. Uh, I'm so tired all day. Speaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking all of right, Elfington. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. Speaking of the inner sanctum, that's part of what we came here to talk with you about. Yes. So, uh, you being one of the higher ups and you know pursuit of knowledge and everything, um, this guy is also part of a holy order. Um, so, do you want to study oh, him or something? Let's. I mean, yes. You have to write my. I mean, my paper to get into the. But it's not about a cultural thing. It's not like other people. What order are you from? Um, the Order of the Holy Form. Oh, okay. You're that order of, like, yoked people. Order of what? Yoked people. Basically, yes. Yeah, I yoked did. People. My first paper was on the Order of Hot Yoga. Ah, uh, that for, Yeah. We but, love them. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I, uh, I don't, I don't need to, why would I need to study him? Cordelia, this is why you for don't the pursuit know of knowledge, of course. I mean, well, yeah, I mean... Just as I am in the pursuit of physical strength, I see you two are in pursuit of mental strength. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eight beers I feel like we have more in common than you might realize, Stephen. I, maybe I should study. Yes. But I think you should. I don't... I don't, uh... What do you want? Um, are you familiar with Davis Rockrusher? Oh, yeah, your dad. Yeah. yeah. He's been... Missing for like a week, right? Yeah. Dude, he's just doing order stuff. That's what they told me. He's just busy. Was last okay, but what is he doing? I don't know. How can we find That's that? That's what they, they told me that he's busy still. Okay. Busy where? Who told you? They're not allowed to tell, but they tell me so because I'm so close to getting in. Mm-hmm. We can exchange knowledge if you would like. You tell me, I tell you. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I think I could... Well... I'll buy you a drink later. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. That's how you get to a dwarf. That's pretty reasonable. I think I could go for one with that. Yeah, it helps to have a local. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, interesting to remember: do not sell them out, though. Nandi, Runebane. Nandi is uh—he's kind of a lower tier, but he kind of just. That's one of the guard positions at the front. You know, I have to work your way up, unlike your dad. Yeah, well, that's that's a topic for another day, all right? We can talk about that when I get you a drink, okay. 
Okay, well, listen, Nandi's the one who tells me about the shit that's going on, and he, uh, well, he's not going to let you in, though. Yeah, I know that. So, could you let us in? I don't have a key. Fuck. Nandi has a key, though. Can you get the key from Nandi? I don't want to, I'm not doing your, why do you need to get in so bad? Because my dad is missing and has been for a week. He's just working. On what? I don't know. We have urgent... It's part of the mystery. If you studied more, you know that we should respect the mystery. We have urgent information that we need to get to him. Okay. Urgent information. Uh, Roll persuasion check. Uh, You'll have advantage, uh, in this case, address, uh, because of uh, Cordelia's uh, help. 18. 18. Urgent business, okay. Um, I guess I will accept that mystery and not ask into it. Listen, well, Nani's not going to let you in. I can't get the key for you, but I know when he goes off and technically do know where he lives. Hmm. I know where his house is, that is. He would not willingly give the key. Hmm. But he also knows that once you get in there, it's not all black and white. You can't just break in. Either you go in the front door or shit goes crazy. So you need the key. All right. Also, I would recommend a layout map. Do you know how it would get that? Also, Nandi. Okay. Listen, once you're new, if you're lowest in it, you have to, you literally need a map to get through this place. So what's stealing from Nandi? I'm not saying you're stealing. If I'm we saying to whatever you do, I don't want any accountable. be accountable for anything. Of course. I mean, you are under the influence right now, so I feel like anything you say or do cannot be held against you. I hope that's the case. To an extent. I don't know Dwarven law. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> pretty, pretty much sums it, it up. I don't know law, period, but... <laughs> it doesn't count when you're drunk, Dwarven law. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. That doesn't send a bad, good message. <laughs> In regards to heists, it doesn't, it doesn't account for drunkenness. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I'll at least write down where Nandi lives. You can go yes. talk to him. Maybe he'll let you have his map and key, but you need that map in order to get the system to work. If you can't get the map, then you're going to have to figure it out yourself, but you probably could. I mean, I I heard it's kind of a bragging right to be able to say, like, you can figure the whole thing out without the map. We just need the information. We will. If we can't get the map, we'll have to live with it, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, he writes also, down... Do you know if- Worst case scenario, we can't get the key. You know, if the lock is one that can be picked. Oh, and if you if you have magic that can open a door, but it's any type that does it is audible. So, uh, audible like, stuff is going to notify people, and you can't like I don't know, do whatever people do, like jiggle sticks in it until it unlocks. It doesn't seem to work from what I've seen. People try to break into it before. <laughs> I'll get you two drinks. All right, so definitely Cordelia has never tried to break in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I think. Also, completely random question, just for my own curiosity. Do you know anything of lightning magic, like hereditary lightning magic? I no, no, not really. Okay, we're more. I mean, the Dwarven culture we're more situated on like divine magic. That's fair. I mean, it's the... kind of a whole new thing, but I mean, our church, we're kind of a big deal. Um, I mean, when you commit. I'm doing my own thing. 
I know you're tired. Yeah, does, yeah, yeah. Does the name Sigma Kai Coleman ring any bells? I haven't. No. Okay, and then I'll try briefly describing the dream I had and see if that triggers any flags. You've got demons in you, I suppose. Well, not anymore, but... Oh, okay, then you're better. Okay, cool. <laughs> Reach in the ground, put them in the ground, and now I'm better. Oh, see, it's all better. Yes. Why are you asking, then? Just curious. You know. Well, are there any resources we can find in the Sanctum about that? Actually, potentially, yeah. We have a lot of documentation. That I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that. All right. For two drinks. Mm-hmm. I'll get you another. All right, so I, from Nandi's mentioned a couple times that there is a reservoir of information you could acquire there, but it is a lot of it is locked behind alarm spells. Can I ask why? Why we have the information? Why there's alarm spells guarding everything in there. Just in case people break in. You do realize that one of our commandments is that the pursuit of knowledge should not be hindered, right? And other people need to reach a level to get that knowledge. Yeah, we don't overwhelm. I would also make the case that there's certain things that Are shouldn't be known to mortals. For people to know. There is the realm of the gods. I don't even know about it. And there's the realm of men. And I don't think the two should mix that much. Oh, look at that. A guy who doesn't like religion. Look who you're associating yourself with, Cardellia. It's not, Soon it, enough, you're going to be doing drugs and back alleys. It's not <laughs> religion that I don't like. It's just... Whatever. <laughs> it's just your religion. No, no it's... Uh, fine. By the way, do you know where I can get any tokens? Yeah. <laughs> I got a token. Okay, thank you. I'm going to go... Um, thank you very much for your help. I'm going to punch a giant now and go over to the machine. Yeah, you walk up to the machine, put the token. You want to punch a giant? Yes, I do. Let's go. <laughs> As you see, it's like literally one of those arms drops down, like one of those, uh, like the literal arcade punching machines to test your punching <laughs> capability. Drops down, and it is all about like it is mostly about form with that. So we're gonna have you make an attack roll, and basically like on the scale of like five, ten, fifteen, twenty, mm-hmm. and twenty five is the number you would need to get. And if you cannot get that, you would need to roll a nat 20 to be able to. Yeah, I would need to roll a nat 20. So you need to roll a nat 20 to top this machine. Mm. Is there anything I could use to help me, such as a flurry of blows? Uh, I will. I will. Because hear me out. Flurry of blows, I can push things 15 feet away. And then I have pusher, which is another 20. Okay. I will will give you a plus two to your strength. Does that still need a 20? No, that needs a 18 at least. That is the best you're good. These are, it's not an easy machine. Um, These are burly doors. I do have inspiration. (laughs) Yeah. However, we'll say you have advantage with that too. If you use a key point and use the, uh, and using your pusher feature. Yes. Okay. So a key point, you'll have advantage in that plus two. So you need an 18 with two dice rolls. All right. Or with one of, or if it's dwarf size, he's pretty much kicking this thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It has to his door. You have to crouch. That's the thing throwing you off. You have to crouch. (laughs) Inspiration? Yes, you can. <laughs> Reroll one. Yeah. Okay. You can use your inspiration. That's an 18 <gasps> on the dice. Oh! oh! That so, is exactly a 25 attack roll. You go up to the machine. It's like, can you punch harder than a giant? And uh, you see it drops down like you see it drops down like a giant's face. And I'm just going to put one hand on like its forehead. 
just like <laughs> lean back as far as I can and just like twist my entire body directly into my fist going straight into his nose. Just goosh! There's a huge punch, just the force of it. Uh, Cordelia, you feel just like a gust, uh, like a little gust of wind hit back at you as he punches, and it just launches back into the machine. You see the point thing goes as it, it starts rising up. It goes to the top, and it's and like, like though, as it's going to the top, I'm just sort of raising my arms up upwards, and when it hits the top, I'm just gonna pop a flex. <laughs> <laughs> you, because I know how well I did. <laughs> it hits the top, and it's like giant slayer. It's like, ding, 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 ding. And it starts shooting out tickets to you. I'm going to catch them, catch them. <laughs> yeah, you start getting the tickets. You get about 732 tickets. <laughs> nice. And there's a prize booth. What can I get for 750 tickets? With the 732 tickets you have, um, I will... Uh, the most expensive thing on there is just a fancy-looking box with a button on it. 700 tickets. Or there's like Tootsie Rolls, Laffy Taffies, <laughs> a plush of uh, a plush of a dwarf, and actually just a uh, there's like a fake there's like a dwarf beard kit. <laughs> mm, how much is this beard kit? The beard kit is only about twenty. So I can get the beard kit in the box. You could get both. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. All right. You turn all your tickets in, and the guys behind the counter are like, "Wow, I haven't seen everyone someone turn in seven hundred tickets before." Here's your box. I punched the giant. You won the giant game? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I did. You want to join our armies? Actually, that's actually part of why I'm here. <laughs> kind of. Um, You're killing it right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, so be it kid and box. Yes. The box has a little <clears throat> button on it, and the beard kit is, like, for, for like basically cleaning up a beard and uh, even make putting a fake beard on if you need. Oh, wow. Mike. Need to get player to use that for a disguise. Oh, <laughs> he already has a disguise. Yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> Do you touch the button on the box? There's one singular button in a hole. So um, can I ask him anything about it first? He's like, it's, it's a mystery box. Mystery basically. box. I love mysteries. Boop. You click the button, and uh, you click the button. A little slot opens in the middle. A hole opens up, and you see a. I'm so sorry. A little hole opens up and a crow flies out. <laughs> what like, the hell? Can I, can I try and get the <laughs> crow? Yeah, no, it stops and lands on the box. <laughs> oh, hello, hello there, crow. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Is can there I anything? Cast, can I cast speak with animals? You can. <laughs> you absolutely can. <laughs> You expend a spell slot to cast. You're going to mark off the first level spell slot, and you cast a Speak with Animals. <clears throat> as you hear the uh, Cordelia walks up, and she just starts chirping at it too. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Are you all what? Uh, you start chirping at. You start chirping at the. What do you say? Because it doesn't recognize that you're talking to it immediately until you say something. In in like crow speak or yeah, just say it. In, we'll we'll speak in normal. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> Why the fuck were you in a box? <laughs> My existence is so new. This is what is this? I'm trying to ask him what this world I've come into. Do you know how am I here? I pushed the button on the box, and now you're here. Is Trent that really why I'm here? Yeah. Oh my god! What is this world I've come to? Did you just bond in. <laughs> <laughs> what is your what name? I, what do I do? Um, anything you want, I guess. I don't- 
he's asking for my name. I don't have a name. What do I name myself? Am I am I alive? What is going on? <laughs> I was not mentally prepared for this when I woke up this morning. Um, <laughs> I wasn't either when I came into existence. <laughs> <clears throat> this item is the black box given to us by Gabriel R. <laughs> nice. oh, wow. By Gabriel R. The black box summons one black crow every time the player presses the button on it. The crows don't do anything. It just summons crows smiley face. Wait, I can summon more than... I can press this as many times as I want? Army of crows. Army of crows. We don't even need the dwarves. Yeah. I have an idea. I'm going to use it later. Um, anyways, your name uh, is Jotun. Follow me. You're my friend now. I, do I have to follow him? If you want. If you want. I will feed you bread when I have some. I mean, I'll follow him if he gives me bread. If not, I kind of want to explore what life is like. <laughs> you could. He flies away. <laughs> Have, have a good day, Lisa. <laughs> Do you press the button again? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I have malicious intent. Ah, it's. Uh, is it? Is it obviously magical? You don't know yet. It I'm did. a little sus of it, but also it's literally just summoning birds, so I'm wary of it. <laughs> because a address doesn't like magic. On the other hand, funny crow box. <laughs> And you want it for being strong. Uh, that is fair. Yeah, I think I, I think I get a little treat. <laughs> get a little bird treat. A little magic treat, <laughs> yeah, as a treat. You guys begin to leave from here with the instructions. Are you going to head straight to uh, where you were told Nandi to be, or are you going to head back for the other two that have left the front of the store? If y'all do a heist tavern. without me, I will break this table. Where did they... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go back to where they were okay. yeah. and then meanwhile, be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, while y'all Borovic, Borovic, Plato. Yes. You guys wander your way back to where you had come from, back to the sanctum. You begin to scout out for it. Go and make an investigation check, Borovic. Investigation, which is intelligence. also intelligence. God damn it. Plato could help. I'll help. We're looking for a way in. Yeah. You could use Plato's modifier. He's much better at it. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Wait, does, so he's rolling? Yeah, roll okay. and then you take either of your guys' numbers. Okay, well, your number's better than mine. Is it lower than three? Oh, it actually might be better. Wait, investigation? Mm-hmm. It's five. I rolled a one. Okay, so we got five. <laughs> Fucking sturdy-ass windows. That's what you got. I mean, it's it's built like a brick house because it might just be a house. Um, you can't find any other like secretive entryways. You know that there has to be like a way for them to get their poop out of here. But then you notice there's an outhouse. Are there guards in front of the door? There are guards here still. You'd have. I'm gonna walk up and talk to one of the guards. Oh, okay, yeah. You walk up to the guards, and uh, there's two of them there. They're dressed in like holy looking armor that has like a moon crescent on it. And as you walk up, they're like, hey there, how's it going, friend? How's it going? I'm new. I'm just taking in the sights. I heard about your beautiful church over here. Figured oh, I'd take a look around. Absolutely. Welcome to the Night Vizier's Temple. Uh, this is actually the Inner Sanctum, the Lunar Sanctum, if you would. This is for members of the temple that have uh, surpassed their inauguration and have performed the tests of the moon. Oh, the trials of the moon. Okay. All right. So... If you would like any more information on the temp- like the church itself, you can head over to the temple, and you'll be able to find someone that can pass off some information for you. Oh, could I get one of the Inner Sanctum people to guide me around in there? Or is this just totally off limits? Uh, we have well, money. 
as of right now, some of the members of the Inner Sanctum are preoccupied, so uh, even with coin, unfortunately, we are. We're not going to be giving tours. Uh, there is a technical member that is out right now. He should he should still be out and about. Uh, he's at the temple currently. His name's Nandi. Uh, he might be able to give you some information on the Oh, the where would I find him? In the temple for now. He temple, should be going home soon, actually. Soon? Oh, all right. Well, we'll wait. We can wait. We'll look around. Anything oh, else I should see while we're in the city? Oh, absolutely, yeah. If you, uh, if you just head back over there uh, and look off to the central portion, you'll see uh, one of our great, our great lake. It's where our aqueducts all feed into the, the big bits of water there. And uh, uh, Big Mystery is supposed to be. There's a bunch of stuff in there. Oh, that's beautiful. I love big mysteries like that. Uh, let me ask, just because it's new for me, this outhouse over here, do most of your temples run on outhouses like that? Well, just to be able to, due to some issues with the inner sanctum, it doesn't actually have any ability to have plumbing that goes back into the city as parts of it, uh, kind of thinks for a second. It just can't have any plumbing for that reason, for a reason. So they come outside when they have to go to the restroom. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, I appreciate all your information. Uh, of you've been so helpful. Thank you very much. We're going to take a look around and then uh, find your man once he's done in the temple. Oh, he's not in the inner sanctum. He's in the temple in over the there. Temple. Oh, we'll go, go, go. I'm going to go check out the temple. Yeah. It's, you've come up to this normal. I <laughs> just grabbed Plato's so I'm dragging yeah, him yeah. <laughs> All right. Take We're your girlfriend to with him. He's just standing around. You feel a little bit of a... Address is not here right now. you got a little bit of an itch. Hmm. That outhouse looks mighty fine. <laughs> You can take a shite later. But I gotta go now. I can't I can't cast magic when I have to go. That's a common issue with wizards. Don't uh, judge me. Make an intelligence check. Oh, I'm good. Five. There's not a time that you you remember being able to cast magic when you had to go to the bathroom, but you've never tried. Think really hard. <laughs> that sort of makes sense. Plato <laughs> sweating. I just really have to go. <laughs> I'm sure there's a bathroom in the temple. Come on. But this outhouse is so convenient. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm religious shy. I, can't, I cannot waste in, in a holy land. I can't shit in the That's why they have it outside the temple. <laughs> it's sacrilegious. I have, to, I have to use the outhouse. I'll take your word for it. All right. I'll be in the temple. All right. I'll see you in like 20 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Borvik, he runs off to the bathroom. Been there, my friend. <laughs> Been there. You head to the temple. You head into the outhouse. You pull out. Um, are you going to take a full like vial of it? Or are you just going to take a little fix to not hmm. trigger anything? Hmm. I'll just take a. I'll take a small amount. It'll take the. It'll take the edge off mm-hmm. of the BDE uh, addiction for probably a couple hours. Okay. If you take a full hit. You'll be good for a couple days. Oh. Hmm. And a couple hours will probably be in the middle of a fight. And last time that happened, it was a little chaotic. Every time you do it, it's chaotic. <laughs> uh, hmm. Okay, let's do it. Okay, you going to take a full? Yeah. All right. When I come out, there's going to be a completely different person out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Go ahead and roll a... D twenty for me. Okay, a D twenty, you say. Mm-hmm. Four. Okay, go and roll me. All right, sorry. Okay. Um, 
you you run inside you run inside the outhouse. You pull out what flavor do you pull out? Canterbury. <laughs> Alex just walked back in. Um, go ahead, continue. <laughs> you immediately pull out. You take a bump, and you your eyes widen. You realize bad stuff is happening as um you begin to profusely vomit everywhere oh, immediately. God. Oh no. Um, Oh, God. You take 20 points of acid damage. Oh, my God. As you destroy, you vomit everywhere. Ass, the acid burns. It burns your skin. Uh, it burns everything in here. The bathroom is destroyed. The oh wood is God. melting away. Borvik, you see steam coming up from from the outhouse that Plato was in. Borvik starts to get really concerned about himself because we've been eating the same rations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you walk inside the temple. Um, not only that, uh, you do get the effects of, um, you do get the effects of being able to cast the, uh, cast the ice knife spell. Okay. So you can throw a ice knife whenever you want right now. Oh, cool. And, uh, roll a d100 for me. A d100, you say? Yep. Um, 11. You get one foot shorter. What the hell? <laughs> really? <laughs> one foot shorter. I get one foot Foot shorter? Yep. <laughs> as the tiefling still. As, as, yeah, you, as a tiefling still. This is so, I just look like a dwarf now. I'm just like. Well, how tall were you before? I was six foot three. You're five foot three <laughs> now. <laughs> a whole foot? Still quite tall. T- tall for a dwarf. And I'm, it just, just comes back as like, what? <laughs> This is all under the effects of a curse spell, so if you get you need to remove curse cast on you twice now. You can return your height and your uh, original race. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> this and, is why we don't do drugs. Oh, I could have been cool. I could have like gained another foot of height. <laughs> you could have. Yeah. Okay. So Well, I'll go to the temple, sadly, I guess. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the temple, Borovic. Uh, you walk inside and uh, you see a bunch of pe- different people and then you kind of see a person that's kind of holding themselves a little bit above everyone's but also looks a little tired. Uh, and you knew this person was, you knew the person uh, Nandi was supposed to be heading home and you see they're packing up their stuff. Uh, he looks to be in a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a hurry. He walks up, he's like, oh, good graces, uh, divine blessing. I am in a hurry right now. I'm I, I off right now and I need to skedaddle. Oh, well, don't let me keep you. Go on right ahead. Yes, of course. Uh, get out of your was way. there any information you needed before? Um, I was just curious about the Inner Sanctum and what the difference between the temple and the Inner Sanctum was, but it sounds like it might be a complicated explanation. Not too complicated. It's really just members that have passed all their uh, tests and have done all their work get access to the Lunar Sanctum, which is where me and some of the others go. My... I choose not to house there permanently, as I'm rather newer member, but you basically just need to have your lunar key, as he holds out, he flashes his lunar key, and pretty much that's all it is different, and it's more of the, once you've once you've dedicated more of yourself to the Night Vizier, those that aren't that dedicated seem to lollygag with their work or anything, and they don't make it that far, but true individuals that are committed to learning and observing knowledge and the mysteries that come with it are those that are accepted into the inner sanctum. And if you want to learn more about that, please, we have sermons for it every day. And you well, can get into you scribe writing, too. If you haven't learned writing, we teach writing here. 
that the little fancy squiggles? Yeah, the ones on the paper. Not very popular, I might say. Interesting. But it's been a growing field. We have to teach people that you can write anything. 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 All the words? All the ones. It's a simple concept, but we don't want to over it. Yep. Some people didn't think you could do that. (laughs) So is this what you do in the inner sanctum? You do the writing thing? We do track a lot of information in the sanctum, yes. That's part of the reason behind it. There's some other stuff we do, rituals and the such. Well, it's a lot of contemplating to do. I'll let you get home then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, He heads out from there. And as he's leaving, Plato, you run inside the temple. All my clothes are, like, fitted for a foot taller than me. So I'm just like... like, (laughs) The only thing that stays is your cloak changes height or changes size with your... uh, Okay. The cloak on your back, it changes height for you because it's magical. Your cloak of protection. Okay. But all your clothes are really baggy. Uh Oh. You see a shorter... Obviously, blue tiefling version of Plato. He is only a little taller than you as he runs in. Ooh, I'm turning around, grabbing him, like, okay, we got. You... That must have been the biggest shite you've ever taken in your life. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Do you need a new pair of pants? You can borrow some of mine if you want. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Actually, I just give him a kilt. <laughs> you wait. How tall is Brokestone? Smokestone? Yeah, four foot. Four foot five. Oh, wait. Your your ankles are showing. Gonna, oh no, it's a kilt. It's like very. I'm gonna. It's cast, just actually gonna fit your waist now. It's I'm like gonna cast answer. reduce on myself. So I'm <laughs> perfect. A foot and a half tall. <laughs> All right. Right now, you cast produce and now you're yeah. super short. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> Morvik can't really be bothered. He's got like Terminator vision, like zeroed in on the back of the guy's I'm head, like be, target acquired. Gonna, you see Stealth mode key. activate. I'm gonna be on your other shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little funny guy on your shoulder. Everybody gets a funny guy. Cordelia has beans. Yeah, you got Adris beans. Adris has the crow. <laughs> The multiple crows, potentially. I'm devolving into a silly guy. <laughs> <laughs> you gone from goon to yeah. silly guy. Yeah, I'm in my silly guy arc. Little, little silly guy with tail. Oh, you're just now in your horns. silly guy arc. Just now. <laughs> Never before. Completely serious play, though. Yes. I'm going to kind of nonchalantly tail the... What's his name? Nandi. Nandi, uh, like, down the road. Okay. You follow... Nandi down the road as I want to jump back to uh, Cordelia and Adris when you guys left Dave and Buster's <laughs> what the fuck is this game when you left when you left Dave and Buster's where did you guys you noticed that Adris or I'm sorry Adris and Cordelia you noticed that Borovic and Plato were just gone they're probably trying to break into the sanctum what let's go back there god damn it <laughs> Yeah, and we'll just see if there's a happenstance that you guys see each other mm-hmm. along the way. But it'll be a little weird because you'll see a mini, a mini, <laughs> yeah. a mini version, which might throw you off. So I'll what I'll do is, uh, you guys roll a awkwardly disadvantaged deception check uh, when I say, <laughs> "Dude, there's no saving, there's no covering up, <laughs> no covering up." No <laughs> All right, you guys just roll. Uh, Cordelian address just roll a perception check. A beat a five. I beat a five. I got a two. <laughs> I got a seven. You, just see, you see a normal dwarf with a normal little a little guy on his shoulder, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. Wait, no, that's... Is that... 
because it got what? seven. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all the. I'm walking straight over to them. <laughs> you walk up to uh, Borvik. Blade Ho. Hey guys, what's up? I'm gonna grab him. <laughs> you grab him by the little <laughs> shoulders. Are you? He's still almost a normal size guy. <laughs> guys, he's, he's like, a foot and a half now. He, you or, reduce I'm himself. like two and a half feet. Oh, oh, two and a half. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm gonna like grab him like a toddler. <laughs> yeah. What are you? What happened to you? <laughs> I'm baby Plato. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Plato, you have Plato. What happened to you? I don't want to talk about no, it. No, no, you're going to talk about it. I, I don't see stuff. anything different. Morvik's still sneaking along. <laughs> <laughs> growing, getting further and further. He you, hasn't always been this way? Is that guy being heightist? Because he's short? Wow, you, see the of, <laughs> you see a bunch of dwarves are like, oh my god, he's talking about short. He's calling people short. He was my height like five minutes ago. Oh, everyone's just... Oh, you gotta make fun of the short people because no. they're short. I'm just curious as to how he got so short because he was five. He was six three five minutes ago. Come on, man, you're That's being a, a little rude. Just, this is a little insensitive. Coming off strong, man. I'm gonna put him on the ground. Just walk off. Oh, the air is different up there. <laughs> <laughs> the Borvik is now gone. Okay. All right. Um. You see him. I imagine Borvik doesn't sneak well, if I remember correctly. He's not a very sneaky person. Yeah, you see him trying to sneak off. What's your stealth check? Go uh, and, and roll stealth yeah. check. Seven. No, sorry. Five. Okay, so I see you with my seven perception that I rolled earlier. <laughs> and also my 14 passive, but... I, I'm not trying to be super stealthy. I'm just trying to blend in with the crowd. It looks like he's tailing someone. Right, I'm going to just kind of nonchalantly walk up by him as... Nonchalantly as I can, stand the guy like a sore thumb. Uh, Plato, you can't see over a lot of the people. <laughs> just, I'm gonna climb Alec. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna right. scale him. Okay, Orphic. The little climbing on your shoulders, and and Plato gets up and sits on your shoulders. Orphic, okay. what happened to him? Be honest with me. I believe he has tummy issues, and now he's two feet tall. <laughs> Two and a half, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he shrunk a little bit, and then he shrunk himself more so wait, he could fit wait, into Wait, wait, wait. I unconcentrate on my spell. I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Okay, so. Wait, why now are you. 5'3. Why? I'm normal now. No, you, you were a foot taller. I was just like. You two. used to be a foot taller, and now you're not. What changed? Let's just say there's an outhouse back there that you do not want to go in right now. <laughs> Okay, listen, you turning into a tiefling was probably wild magic or something when we were fighting the whatever the creatures were. What are you, what's going on? Probably just more side effects no, from the no. wild magic. What is going, I feel Maybe like it's the dwarf magic rubbing off on him. Wait, so he's not a tiefling? He is not a normally, he's normally a human. <clears throat> we fought some wild magic creatures and he turned into a tiefling. Now and then now he him. went to an outhouse and he's a foot shorter. Dwarven outhouses, what can I say? You people are fucking weird. (laughs) But also, he's getting away. Okay, yeah, let's go after him. Cordelia, make an insight check. (laughs) 11. Plus? Plus two for insight. Yes. Okay, so it's 13. Mm -hmm. This is fucking BDE magic, you know (laughs) it. It is. You know that you've had this situation crop up before, and your dad can cure it. Cool. We're back to needing to find Davis. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming we're walking and talking. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Blending in. Yeah. Uh, 
you see Borvik is following. You guys actually can. I am finally. You see Nandi, um, and you see Nandi goes back up to his home, and he you see he knocks on the door. Uh, you see his wife comes out, and he's like, "Hey!" And they like hug and go back in. His two little dwarfin or dwarf children. They're not dwarfins. <laughs> sorry, just want to establish. <laughs> dwarfin, two little dwarf dwarfin. children run out <laughs> and give him a hug, and then they all they all go inside and they start prepping for dinner and everything like that. Aww. That ruins my whole plan. I was really hoping he would live alone. <laughs> what oh, was yeah, your no, plan like a nice to situation. subdue him and then steal all this shit you're gonna seduce him and steal this shit <laughs> seduce him <laughs> subdue <laughs> subdue him yeah. alright all right, okay so but now I can't just choke him out because he's got two children and a wife to enter the inner sanctum we need that key right we have to seduce him to enter his inner sanctum <laughs> y'all distract the children I'll seduce him and his wife <laughs> Because it pains me to say this, and you reduce yourself again, Plato. Yes, that might be useful in sneaking in. Okay, I reduce myself again. Wait, don't do it yet. But we're oh. still talking about the plan. Okay. Just okay. So, hmm, the key is the map. We need the key. The map would be very useful. <clears throat> also, what were we all doing? <clears throat> I was in another outhouse. What are we doing? In the, the- what were you doing earlier while we were at um, Dave and Buster's? Gathering information. What'd you gather? We need to get into the inner sanctum with a key. Wonderful. So we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> More or less. And some other wishy-washy yes. information, religion shape. But- also, fun fact, I can punch as hard as a giant. All right. You'll always be a giant to me. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We also, we also found a crow in a box. Oh uh, yeah, it's this box that makes crows. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, so the plan. That's infinite food. <laughs> that is. Dear God. I don't think crows are very high in protein, but but enough of them. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what the macros on that would be, but that's besides the point. Anyways. <laughs> the only reason you don't use it as a food source is because Atrus thinks it's not good food quality. Yeah. Food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, no, no one needs to eat this shit. <laughs> There's a reason we don't have crow farms. <laughs> There's chickens for that. And chickens are very good for that. But besides the point, how are we doing this? Especially because there's three other people in the house. Again, yeah, my, my plans went out the window oh, when I, I had a family. I have an invisibility spell to make things easier. <gasps> you just, why didn't you just say that? Changes everything. Oh, I forgot. I'm the only one who knows that. <laughs> okay, so... You haven't... Ah, Pharrell didn't hear this. Wait, did the boots... Disintegrated. Okay, never mind then. I can be tiny and invisible. Mm, can you? No, I cannot, actually. All right. 16. Nice. Okay. I just had to make sure I could roll higher than <laughs> five. You're just showing off over there. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this dice has rolled three natural 20s, but they've all been when I've just been testing it. <laughs> all right. Um... So yeah, there's windows to this. It's just yeah. a normal utilitarian house here. It's, can we see what Nandi's room is from here or not? You can see one of the windows by the front is like the master bedroom. Okay. They're inside uh, like eating their food and stuff on the inside. They're not like going to bed already. Is the master bedroom window open? No. Can it open? It can. Okay, Boavik, you're... Oh. You are heist, man. How do we heist? Crowbar. 
I forget that Borovic's version of a heist is muscle heist, where you just break in and a person's house. <laughs> like, okay, perhaps try- this time I'll be fully honest. I'm usually the person who cleans up when things go wrong. Okay, all right. I'm not the planner. <laughs> Do you have lockpicks? Crowbar and a hammer. Okay, all right. Um, is it- the window locked, I'm assuming? It is locked. Mm. But the lock doesn't appear to look like a strong bearing lock. They're just designed to keep like people, normal people out. So we could just like break it. You guys, yes. With your guys' natural strength and a crowbar, you could just like shimmy that thing up and it would break. <clears throat> Alright. Um we have any like cloth of something? Just so we could like try and maybe like muffle the noise a bit. Because I feel like breaking a lock would make quite a bit of noise. Right, wait, I should take off my shirt. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, heck, so I have these old hand wraps, and I take out the magic hand wraps I used to have. Just probably like. That's fine. I just throw yeah. my shirt on the ground. But put your shirt back on, please. Oh, okay. It's probably kind of cold in here. Right, right. Anyways. Okay, new plan. I hand, I hand address my crowbar. I'm like, you, when I give the signal, which is going to be a loud fucking noise, you crack the lock. All right. So, so I go around to the front of the house, yeah. and I. I- I'm going to try to use my hand wraps to, like, muffle what I'm doing. It's not going to be... Actually, wait, a normal cloth would probably be better. There's probably some bandages in the healer's kit I could use or something. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. you can take... I'll say you take a couple uses of your healer's kit. Uh, how many uses does it have? Ten. You take two. Okay, fine. You take out a bunch of the bandages, and you use those to try to muffle the noise. Yes. As you break the glass. It was going to be at disadvantage because you're just breaking glass and going into a house in broad... I'm not breaking the glass, daylight. trying to break the lock, but... Oh, yeah. It, okay, yeah, breaking the lock so you can open it up. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a sleight of hand check. Followed by a stealth check. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm not... I'm decent at both of those. Actually, we'll say athletics for breaking the lock instead of sleight of hand. Athletics with advantage if you're using crowbar, uh-huh. advantage, yeah. and then still stealth. All right. No, no disadvantage or advantage for that one, though. So that's um, athletics is going to be a 23. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the lock's going to break. How loud it is is the follow-up question. It's going to be a 14. So you were making a loud noise, Borovic. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm going to use Minor Illusion to just make like a really loud, like splintering sound out in the street in front of the house. On the okay. other side. Yeah. Like, cover it up. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, there's like, a loud noise out, out outside, and you break the lock, mm-hmm. op- and the window is released and opens. And then the front door opens, and Nandi's like, What was that outside? And he's like, Hello? Hello? Oh, is he? He's looking at me, isn't he? He's just looking at all of you. Standing in his front yard. He doesn't notice the... You broke he broke his lock on his window, but he's like, Can I help you all? Did you just make that loud noise No, did here? you hear that? Yeah. Did yeah. you hear that? Why are you standing in my front yard? We heard some loud noise over yeah. here. What the heck's going on? It happened like a second ago. How are you here already? Oh, we were just... We're exploring. Yeah. I also have a... We met earlier, contest. right? You're at the temple. I thought you told... Okay. You, you did... You, did you follow me home? No, we're exploring the city. I got home yeah. like 30 seconds ago. Right. Well, you said we couldn't go into the inner sanctum, and we had explored the temples. We were moving around. Okay. Also, um, we were talking with, uh, what's his name? Steven. Yeah. Oh, you were uh, talking to Steven? I think he wanted us to ask you something, but perfectly honest, I forgot. 
Okay, yeah, what were you talking to Stephen about? Oh, I'm just curious. I'm Because I'm a... Because uh, I thought he might want to, like, study me or something, like, write a paper on me. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Hi, Nani. <laughs> <Naturally. laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, sorry sorry to bother you. I was just... I'm showing them around, and... Yeah. And uh, we we did hear that loud noise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Working the so, other job right now? I'm just keeping an eye on them right now. You gotta dedicate full time to what you want to do, Cordelia. Which way to the Baldwin, the, the lakes with all the aqueducts from here? Oh, just from here. Uh, take a left down the street and head down maybe 17 blocks. All right, one of the other guards said it was beautiful. We need to check that out. Yeah. All right. Um, if does you the, guys. Does the church not pay enough for you to survive? If you, do your, if you do your trials and do your paperwork, then yeah, you can get a good full time job. I really feel does the church like just finding not, like, the aqueducts would be a much more important use of our time right now. I agree. That's fair. Does it, does it just not provide for you? <laughs> I love that. He does not get what <laughs> He doesn't get what they're going for, and also he's just genuinely surprised. Do they just not... Huh. So if we're going to go the, this way. All you have to, some, I'm just saying, some people in the church don't do the proper paperwork, and then they don't get paid as well. Well, yeah, but if they can't... So we're going to go this way. Uh, Good to see you. So sorry Um, your dinner was interrupted. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, We're going to go now. We're going to go now. Okay. Um, All you have to do is uh, turn in your paperwork. Good to see you. Good good to see you, Nandi. Great as always. I'm supposed to be in charge of her. How's that going? Oh, <laughs> she's tired all the time. I can't come in. I'm tired all the time. Fucking tell me about it. That's all she talks about. All right. Anyway. We'll take it off your hands for now. On to the aqueducts. To the aqueducts, yes. All right. He closes the door and goes back inside. All right. We duck into the alley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but seriously, that feels... Right. <clears throat> I just lied to him. <laughs> like... Seriously? It's... I have a complicated relationship with the church. Don't we all? Did you get the lock open? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, who do you think I am? i sneak back around to the window <laughs> and try okay. to lift it open. It opened, yeah, it lifts up just fine. Okay, Do cool. you want me to make you invisible? That would be great. Okay, invisibility. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it in magic. I like it. Wonderful. Another option is now that we have an entrance to the place, I'm a druid, so I can just transform into like a cat or something. Yo, what? <gasps> an invisible cat? Huh? I just <laughs> met the ultimate uh, stealth, uh, an invisible cat. <laughs> Unstoppable. Where's that furry it coming was... from? <laughs> what's, that, what's that one druid that we met back with a K? Ah. Uh, Oh, the Leo good lady? Yeah. The Grove of Druids. Yeah, the Grove. Yeah. She was a former member of the... Yeah, Order, Order of Hot, Hot Yoga. Yoga. Yes. We lost a good one. Great people. Oh, that's unfortunate. To the heist. Yes, yeah, to the heist. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm just... Are we going Operation Dog or Operation Cat? Uh, why not both? <laughs> the black dog and the, and the invisible cat? Yeah. The... Man, that was good. That, that was, was, like, that was clever. You can have an inspiration. Was that was good. <laughs> How does Jimmy distribute inspiration? I don't fucking know. (laughs) Whatever he remembers that exists. We're zeroing in on it. I'm learning. I'm learning, and that was a good one. Well deserved. Okay. 
Yeah, you can turn into a couple different types of animals. Usually the idea is ones that you've seen. Have I seen a cat? Probably. Cool. Unless dwarves have a thing against cats, which I'll canonically let Borovic say right now if they do. They do not. Okay, Yay. so there's cats. Too many of them. <laughs> yeah, they just don't like big cats. Yeah, <laughs> little cats they love. Yeah. The little munchkin cats, all over the place. Oh, with the little legs? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They only have munchkin cats. <laughs> okay, so you could turn into a cat. You could also turn into a frog like beans. I could. Oh, yeah, because you get swimming stuff now, right? Not yet, but oh. um, she just can't use the swimming ability. Okay, all right. Yeah. But she could turn into a frog if she'd like. You could turn into a crow that can't fly. Yeah. <laughs> you have seen a crow. I have indeed seen a crow. My my train of logic is uh, cats are usually pretty quiet, if they're not being dumb. Uh, and, like, if I get caught, I can go fast. Yeah. yeah. And no offense, but a frog just seems wildly less useful. And also, in this situation, sad ribbit comes from bees. <laughs> if the cue is being carried around by a bunch of flies, then absolutely be the frog. Yeah. A cat's probably going to blend in a bit more than a frog. Beans hops to the ground and looks sad. sad you hurt frog. Beans' feelings! It's just not as mobile as a cat. I love you, Beans, but you're just not. This is not your forte. It's not my forte. All right, so what's the. So you sneak in as a cat. Mm-hmm. Why did we? Are we getting the key? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And blueprints. Gotcha. <laughs> You're looking for blueprints. Look, hopefully yeah. there's blueprints. All right. Um. Cool. Well, the our main play though, just like chilling. Are you going in there too? If he cast invisibility on me, absolutely. Okay. Are we going up? <laughs> Your guys's call here. Operating cats and dogs. Operation. Go. No, I'm gonna be at the window <laughs> yeah, though, good. ready to jump in if the shit goes wrong. Okay. Okay. What if I'll... I need somebody with opposable thumbs? Then I'm coming in. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and uh, you can cast invisibility okay. on Borvik. Yes, I will do that. All right. So Plato walks up to you and conjuring from the ground a moat of what looks like just like this clear glue as you pull it up out of the ground. Uh, how do you want to distribute that all over him? Yeah, I'll very ev- I'll uh, bust out my paintbrush I have and I'll coat a very even paint. <laughs> Uh, even layers. If you do too much, it'll like have like a blurry effect, which you don't want. You want an even coating. Um, and uh, yeah, he should be. I like how it's not even fucking magic. It's just invisible paint. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you are turned invisible, which lasts, I think, up to an hour. Yeah, awesome. You are you're just anamorphing into a cat which is a reference for me i guess or anybody that knows anamorphs yeah. i remember that was wild yeah it's wild oh boy you uh you put your hands down towards the ground and cl- little claws start shooting out your hands your fingers turn into little beans <laughs> not the frog <laughs> as uh then you turn into a little small munchkin house cat yay Neat. Before your guys' eyes, she fucking grows fur, her clothes absorb into her body, <laughs> and she turns into a fucking cat. It's horrific. Adris has, like, goosebumps. Just like, <laughs> I pick up the cat, put it through the window, and then fall through the window after. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you guys land on the other side. You just hear from the inside, be like, Daddy, tell us about work. It's like, Oh, you don't want to hear about that. Well, guess what? There was a new guy that was coming in today, and he was asking all about the church. No one does that. Ever. <laughs> they say we're boring. They say we're boring. 
I made his day, and, and now like I'm about to rob kid. him. <laughs> the teenage kid's like, your job is boring, dad. It's like, shut up. <laughs> this is why you... Yeah, I'm not I got it. It's about to get dark. Oh, <laughs> Too much home life. Yeah. <laughs> Too much home life. Yeah. You, uh, you're standing absolutely still as, we'll say, uh, Cat Delia. <laughs> you begin to... Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Five. Uh, plus one. <laughs> Borvik, you, you want to you wanna help her out? Yeah. Hey! Yay. Investigation? Uh-huh. Twelve. So, <laughs> you're looking around, Borvik, you're like, you have a sense that comes over you a little bit, and you're like, okay, it's a key. You start to logic it in your own head, and like, for the first time, you're you're figuring things out, you're like, I don't have your, you don't have the brains there, you don't have your, you don't have a, uh, hands there to help you, which he was usually a plans man, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. miss hands. Uh, hand, so he wasn't there. He wasn't there with you, so you're having to start to think like him. And you're like, well, I mean, come on, they're just going to leave it somewhere convenient. The key's convenient. He needs it for the inner sanctum. So you you lean down to Cordelia and you're like whispering in common, which she doesn't understand a hundred percent. But you're like pointing out, like it's over around. There's probably somewhere on a hook or something. And he's just like pointing in the house. And I'm invisible. Fuck. Oh my god. This is why none of that works. You could point with like an object or something. I just pick her up and point to <laughs> and push. And you just start kitty trotting through the, through the house. Um, you turn the corner and uh, there's a long hallway and you, you can see notably the family eating at a table and then also about. Four feet off the ground on a hook, there is a key. God damn it. <laughs> but you are a house cat. That's true. So how would you like to proceed? I could try and jump and get it. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. Go ahead and uh, make a acrobatics check. Cool. Fuck. Uh, I got a three plus one. So four. There's a... As it, the key jingles, he's like, uh, from the other room, you hear, uh, uh, you got, you hear, uh, Nandi's just like, what was that? He walks up, he's like, damn, cat's got in the house again. Hey, shoo, get, get, go get. And just run. He, he opens the door and just like starts trying to shush you out. Where do you run? Um, I'm going to run, uh, back towards Borvik. In the house? <laughs> yeah. He like walks up to you and you like run between his legs and <laughs> run. He's running at him. And like, <laughs> you see, she turns the corner uh, and just runs in there. And then uh, Nandi runs in the room as well, and is like, "Go and get." He's like, "How did how did it open the window?" <laughs> you know, just below the window, so you're like, <laughs> he starts walking over. Roll a luck check. That's this is a very oh, rare roll. Oh god. We'll see if he walks into you. Five. <laughs> he walks up. There's you're like right at the windowsill, and he kicks like right into your gut. <laughs> like he's stepping. I will probably say you're like since you're on the ground prone or something. He just steps on you, just entirely. <laughs> like he's standing on your stomach right now. Does he know he's standing on my stomach? <laughs> it looks like he thinks it's kind of like a stool or something. Okay, and I just like freeze. <laughs> just like. <laughs> Roll a stealth check with disadvantage, but it bounces out because you're invisibility. So just a roll? Do you hop out the window? 
Yes. Okay. Hop back out the window. <laughs> Wait, no, let's roll this way. Five. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. like this dice. Do you want to give me your inspiration? Sure, yeah. Okay. okay. Plato <laughs> gives you his inspiration. Can I borrow somebody's dice? Uh, 13. Okay. There we go. He steps on it. You you just... He's like... Get, he looks like looking around for the cats and stuff. You guys are in the alley on the mm-hmm. side of his house. And he's like... He's just watching the cat just like after you hopped out the window. And he's like, get, go, get. <laughs> and then he steps back and he's like... What did I just step on? <laughs> what? He just walks back, closes the window again. Like fuck, the damn thing broke my lock. <laughs> <laughs> and then he closes it, and you see he just pulls out like a new lock and puts it on the inside this time. Orvik, it's up to you. Okay, all right. Does he go back to dinner? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> Stand up, brush myself off. Be like, wait, I can't. I don't know if there's anything on me. <laughs> then- just a walking footprint. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to sneak out into the hallway. So it's just like my the bedroom and then a hallway and then they're eating dinner down. Yeah, you see at the end of the hallway, there's some rooms off on the side, but you see at the end of the hallway, they're eating dinner. And roll one perception check. One last chance. Yo! 20! A nat 20? <laughs> okay. So with your nat 20, you eye the key immediately. You just, you just lift it. You lift it, put it in your pocket. You're like, done. Done. Easy. Like, he didn't even notice you, but you catch eye of the map. It looks like it's being presented as, like, a prize mantelpiece for him. Above his kitchen table, on the far wall from you, his whole family is at the dinner table, and then the piece is up on the wall, like the map. So, above his head, over, like, by, like, a little fireplace. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Perfectly clear as day, though. Um, all right, I'm going to sneak... Kind of around the edge of like the dining room area, mm-hmm. so I'm out of the way between them and the front door. Okay, and then I'm gonna cast minor illusion. If you cast minor illusion, you will lose invisibility. Do I? Yes. That ruins my entire plan. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Is there anything to hide behind? There are rooms. There are rooms. Yeah, there are rooms. There's one room basically on each side. One looks to be like both of the kids' rooms. All right, give me a second. I gotta think. I didn't realize I'd lose invisibility. This changes everything. <laughs> Can I roll another perception check to see what the odds are that something with noise in the yard would get them all to leave the dinner table? <laughs> you could probably do an insight check just passively to see if they might you might be able to do something to distract them, and maybe you can draw something on your own accord. So roll an insight check. I might be able to assist in that manner of being like, what might help? Gotcha, gotcha. Six. Okay. You have no fucking idea, but on the far side where you can see on the little kid's room is where the alley is, and Adris is just standing there like a just dude. <laughs> I wave. <laughs> you can't see him. Yeah. <laughs> but you can at least see Adris just standing there in the alley. Okay. Okay. Cordelia, you're down the street a little bit. You turn down the back alley and head back over. It's no longer raining cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Okay, so mantle above the. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I just reach it from the ground, or do I need to like? You step can't. Up? You absolutely can. It's just it'll look very awkward floating this piece of paper above a whole family's head. That it will. That it will. I thought of like three different things I would do. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I hate sometimes as a dungeon master, you have funny ideas, and you're like, I'll never see these to fruition. I will tell you them afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go hide in one of the rooms okay. nearby, maybe back in the master bedroom. Wait, where did I see his? He's in he's the, in the little kids' room. Little kids' room, like outside the window of the little kids' room. Yeah. Okay, got it. I'm gonna go in, back into the master bedroom, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna use minor illusion to cast Address's voice coming from the kids' room, say, "Hey, I'm back. I need help in here. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. I need help in here." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Causing them all to look up from the table. Look over and see his head on the alley. They'll have to get up from their chairs and walk over there. Damn it. And all look out if that if you want to know. Oh, <sighs> good. Would you like to do that still? Kind of. But <laughs> And then you have to make a mad dash. Hopefully they're all in the room looking out looking at the sound past them to the mantelpiece. No, I wouldn't be invisible. I'm just gonna be invisible. I'm gonna grab it and run for the door. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about this idea is that like you, they might not notice. There's that chance they just are bad at rolling here. That's but there is four of them. So go ahead and roll a sleight of hand check. You will not lose invisibility for this, but the map is going to be visible the whole time. 15. I've got a 9 and an 8. A 6. <laughs> and this one will be Nandi. Seven. Just like a floating map edging along the wall. Borvik, you you do a tactical slide under the table, under the chairs to the other side, stand up, grab the map from the wall, and then how do you make your daring escape without them noticing? Okay. I'm gonna keep the Nobody, nobody ever looks up. Yeah. So I'm going to step up onto the table <laughs> and just hold the map up very high and just slowly, like, tiptoe, tightrope walk across the middle of the table, avoiding plates and pitchers and cups. The literal perfect situation arises as they all are grabbing their drinks or food at the right time. Yeah. And it's a dormant table, so they're all, like, throwing plates and shit like Bilbo Baggins' house where they're like, toss the bread and you're whatever the fuck... Uh, as they're all passing things around and you're just like delicate like ding 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 through the whole thing <laughs> right at the end there's like a plate that gets put right in front of you and then you do just like you for the first time in your life you do like a straight up front flip and land on the ground get your bearings and then just walk to the front door <laughs> <laughs> only everything's locked How? <laughs> you walk to the front door unlock it open it and then <laughs> And then so it, and then he's, he's you see Nandi sits up and he's like the cats are at the fucking door. Again. <laughs> I I go meow and then <laughs> he runs up and slams the door and starts looking for cats. <laughs> and that's what we're gonna call part one of this episode series. We will get into part two shortly. Emphasizing these episodes will just roll into the next one. It's not a new episode. We're just going to continue where we left off. Okay. We have to, there's only a certain time amount I could put in each episode. All right, guys. 
Thank you for listening to Goon Quest. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more of it, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Not only does this help others help others find the show, it also helps us feel good about ourselves. Our opening music by Alexander Nakarada. Cover art by Casey May. Outro music by Alexander Nakarada. Additional uh, music by Nerdius Maximus. Uh, if you guys... Uh, uh, just so you guys know, Nerdius Maximus creates monthly-themed bundles of immersive music and ambient soundscapes that enhance your TTRPG. Join us. Join him on Patreon. For full access to his ever-growing music library at patreon.com backslash nerdiest maximus studios uh, our instagram can be found at goon.quest if you would like to provide names of npcs or have magic item ideas you can submit suggestions at goonquestoutlook.com or through the google form in our instagram let me know in uh or sorry the link is in the bio uh if you want to support this sh- uh show you can do so on our patreon goonquest there you can get extra information about this world as well as character sheets for players and other benefits as the show grows and and that's i think that's closing all right guys cool thanks the wall of ancestors is lit up by great braziers braziers <laughs> 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 it's just a bunch of fucking brawls <laughs> <laughs> this place looks, sounds lit <laughs> <laughs>